Bueno. Your. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. How you doing? I'm uh, <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> what happened? No, I'm awake. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> oh yeah. I feel that. Oh, man, I should have got some coffee at least, but uh, or a nice coffee, but whatever. But what are you up to? Nah, nothing. I'm just chilling, bro. Um, I had to, I made a wifey had to go to work in the morning, so I was like, you know what? Let me just make breakfast for everybody real quick. Um, everybody was all the neighbors and shit was just being mad loud in the morning. So I was like, once I'm up, you ever get that feeling like once you up, you really can't go back to sleep, no matter how hard you try. Oh no, I know that because I got up at. 6.30 because or not not it, 6 not even 6.30 I got up at 5.30 in the morning I don't even know why oh no and then the woman had to get ready to go to work because she had to open so I'm probably gonna crash maybe like in the mid afternoon or like take a little nap but yep so yeah, and then I, and then I, I just I just let her take my car because I was like yeah, I'm not going anywhere and then when she left I'm like I could have gone to Dunkin' Donuts and get, like, a nice coffee. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah, man. Uh, it, um, yeah, I just made some breakfast. I was like, all right, I think I'm good now. That's I, that's why I said 10, but you know, I was I actually, I made I cooked it, and I, everybody ate way before 10 o'clock. I'm like, shit, I already told you 10. Damn, like now I gotta wait my ass to just sit here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, yeah. I already set it for nine, uh, for uh, 10 year time, which is 10 Eastern time, so it's nine for me. So I already set oh. it at nine for, uh, you know, Eastern time, or c- Central time, I mean, so. Yeah. But all right, that's what's up, though. That's what's up, though. But yeah, people, you already here. Well, two out of the three is here. I think, I think our boy RJ slumped. Within reason, though, that's cool. I'm cool with that. But yeah, trifecta threat. We here. SummerSlam recap. I would have done that shit last night, but I, I didn't think it was gonna go past midnight, and <sighs> I woke up in the middle of the main event, and I was like, "Oh shit, I fell asleep." Fuck. You lucky bastard. <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep, bro. I fell asleep in the middle of the women's triple threat match, and I woke up, and then Ro- like I think Roman's walking to the ring. I'm like, "Fuck, oh shit!" Like I almost missed this shit, bro. I don't think I've ever fallen asleep during a match. Well, actually, I take that back. I've fallen asleep during Raws, but, like, I, I don't count that. I mean, like, pay-per-view matches. I don't think I've ever fallen asleep during a pay-per-view. I mean, to be honest with you, and this has nothing to... I'm not, I'm not trying to do it, do this intentionally, people, but when AEW first started doing the pay-per-views, bro, I could not take it. I couldn't take it. It was, like, 12, 30, 12, 45... They got two or three more sh- uh, matches after. I'm like, shit. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, AEW is. Uh, yeah, get get ready for those 15 matches at Wembley Stadium and 15 more matches. Nah, bro, at no. all outs. <laughs> nah, don't don't say that. I don't want to watch that. I don't. I mean, I want I want to watch it, but don't don't over flood it. I was. Re- it's crazy. SummerSlam didn't even have that many matches, and it still went on for that long. Like, well, I mean, that's that's mainly because uh, Roman needed ten minutes to come out to the ring and stand there, right? Like, Rom- Roman's entrances and his matches are the equivalent of watching an episode of Dragon Ball Z, oh. where 
where it's just him coming out and sitting on a cliff and staring at the sky and then just staring at his opponent with some blank em- empty stare for 20 minutes and then all yeah. of a sudden we hear we hear the announcer what's going to happen on the next episode is Roman going to go after Jay tune in next time for WWE Z <laughs> You see the dust. You see the dust just going through with the wind and shit. All we need is Jay just yelling for twenty minutes, <laughs> right? For real. But yeah, SummerSlam recap. Uh, it's mad funny. I think I got. I think I got almost everything right except for that triple threat match. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think a lot of people called the the. Um, I'm sorry, the cash in. But um, yeah, I guess I guess uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll just start, and if RJ comes in, he comes in. If not, then yeah. you know, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, the it happens. Opening Shit match happens. was Rick, Ricochet, Logan Paul. Um, truthfully, it was great. It was great. Um, Logan Logan Paul still amazes me that he's so natural at this shit i can't believe he's he's that good i'm so glad he decided to stay and not leave mm-hmm. and fucking um and continue with the boxing because um he let's be honest he, he definitely making more guaranteed money here and right. he don't, and um i don't know it was it was a great showing they had a great match he was doing some crazy shit like crazy shit and ricochet too ricochet was pulling off some shit i know it's a simple neck breaker but i ain't never seen no neck breaker off the top top that was cool was that was that didn't hurricane helms used to do that move he might have like the vertebraker or something like that he might have but i haven't seen that shit mad long and then he did some uh he was doing a couple moves it was a good match it was definitely a good match but we both knew that logan needed this dub I mean, I you can nobody came and be mad that he beat Ricochet. It, they probably gonna do a part two, probably have a series. You know what I'm saying? And uh, right, it was good. It was mad funny though, bro. When uh, when he <laughs> when he won, and he pointed straight at Samantha Irving. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, go ahead, say my name. I told you, I told you." <laughs> yeah, it was you good. know what? This is good. Yeah, it was a good match. Um. I, I, it was one of those things where, like, when the ending happened, I, um, I'm not going to skip to the ending, but, like, the ending happened where, you know, Logan got the br- brass knucks and hit Ricochet. I'm like, wait, that was a good match, and I had a shitty ending, and then a second later I realized, oh, wait, he's a heel. He's doing a heel thing. Right. He's, he's the scumbag. Right. He's kind of a scummy heel, you know, not, you know, um, you know, no offense to Dominic, but he's kind of being the scummy, you know, smug heel. Um, yeah. So I, I like the ending, and I kind of hope that there's a part two, because... I like what this can do for Ricochet because I think Ricochet yeah. has been—I don't want—I don't want to say Renaissance. That sounds kind of douchey, but like he's been kind of like it. Show, you, you can tell that the company likes him enough mm-hmm. to put him in these big spots because you know mm-hmm. uh, one thing about Ricochet that's always been missing is you know uh, you know the elf in the room is that ability to cut a promo. You know, having yeah. per- personality and he's been cutting okay promos you know nothing like yeah they're not bad nothing like mjf level or whatever or cm punk but like he sounds comfortable on the mic he doesn't sound like he's in a like he's reading a uh his uh, eighth grade essay 
to his you know yeah. class or something like he actually yeah. sounds like a human he was being spitting. right like he sounds like a human being he sounds like he just feels comfortable so I mean that's all we need from him we don't need him to come and be like you know and the ricochet like we don't need that shit we just need him to sound like yeah. a human being so um and he did that he did that the night um, I, I would give I would give I would give him that on the go home show for Raw when they opened up he wasn't really he was just telling him like yo you may think we similar but it's like you're like you like you were calling him earlier like you're smug and you definitely think you're better than everybody just because of how good you are at it already but i've been good at this and i'm just gonna prove it to you and like i liked it like he was just like you said he was talking as if he was proven to him like yeah you may think this but you not we're not we're nothing we're nothing like and it's good honestly it goes to show like you said it goes to show like every monday every monday night raw like leading up to SummerSlam, he was getting more and more mic time and he was talking like and and you came a lot too each promo was different right they were certain they were different like yeah he probably had the same synopsis but at this uh, but he changed it up each time and i like that you he, you gotta start somewhere you can't really nobody's at la night nobody can't just be la night because no. you can't like he just that man got it he got it but like you know you gotta you can't get better at something if you can't even practice, especially in live time. Wrestlers need that practice in live time in front of an actual audience to see, all right, which promo, what promo is going to work with this crowd, which what's going to grab this audience's attention. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. And he's getting there. So, and he he seems like he wants yeah. to be there because because there's yeah. a point where like he would go out there wearing pants, and I'm like, oh boy, he's getting ready to get out, is he? But now he's, you know, in a good spot in the company. You know, will he be world champion? Probably not. But, like, he, you know, he's in the spot of, you know, intercontinental U.S. champion territory. Which is, I mean, he's also in a a high-profile match against Logan Paul. You know, a a known celebrity. You know, which, again, in the year 2023, Logan Paul is a celebrity. Which, you know, I've made peace with that, so it is what it is. But, like, um, this is a good match. I mean, there's some spots that were kind of blown, you know, when I was on Logan where like he I forgot which uh, it was a spot where he was trying to do like the um uh, the buckshot lariat outside of the ring and he just he kind of yeah he, he kind of land yeah yeah he kind of landed weird yeah I'm, I'm like ooh like there were some spots where it looked like he hurt himself and yeah, he you know looked, he looked like he almost took Ricochet's whole head off cuz he landed and his whole arm was like already at Ricochet's face right and it's just uh, we we always say like you know this guy is probably 70 or 80 percent better than most people not just on the main roster but probably even in AEW. but he's still green like he yeah you know i don't know i don't really know what his formal training was and you know coming wwe but like he didn't go i mean i'm pretty sure he did go to the performance center but he still needs more tuning up but he's you know again we say this time and time again the guy gets better and better every time we see him but we do Mm -hmm. notice some we still noticed some green in him. We'll just put it that. Yeah, way. there was this one. There was that one spot I think where Ricochet wanted to do the code breaker, and he he like fell to the floor way too fast before he actually hit. He actually did hit him with the move. But like, yeah, certain spots he he make a little mishap. But hey, I'm just glad that he saw he saw that he could do this and decided to stick with it rather than 
trying to get people to buy some phony ass boxing tickets for a phony ass boxing match you know what i mean <laughs> right i get you but um yeah logan won this match this match was 18 minutes uh the next match uh, we're get, I mean, we're Brock getting we're Cody. getting all the yeah we're getting all the part we're getting both part timers out of the way so they can go home early. Uh, Brock and Cody yep. singles match. Uh, we were assume we were under the impression that this was going to be this is going to be a stipulation. It wasn't. Um, Seventeen minutes and thirty five seconds. Um, kind of an odd match. Not to say it was a bad match. I mean, it was actually a good match, but it was just kind of odd in some spots, or not even some spots. In most spots, where like Brock had eighty percent offense in for like 80% of the match and he's like beating the fuck out of Cody and I'm like this looks like when Brock you know Brock and Cena at at SummerSlam from 2014 yeah like like that was kind of my worry I'm like are they just gonna kill Cody and (laughs) lucky that wasn't the case and like the whole time you know Cody is rolling back in the ring every time he's about to be counted out and Brock's getting mad and yelling and saying you know stay down stay down you know, yeah. Oh, this is only gonna get worse. <laughs> you, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> you that shit was funny. That shit was funny. He was like, "It's only gonna get worse, Cody." <laughs> oh man, yeah, Brock's good. Drew, Drew, that's like the first time I ever heard him speak in ring commentary, like during a match. I mean, he's done it before. He just doesn't do it a lot. Yeah, like you know, Suplex City, bitch, and you know other shit. But like, yo. <laughs> I think this is probably the most vocal he's been in the ring. Yeah, yeah, so, I definitely, could, I definitely agree with you on that. So I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting, but it was fun. But um, and then you know, Cody, you know, miraculously, you know, gets back and does like, I'll, I'll say this: like when John Cena would do that shtick of like, I'm gonna get my ass whooped and then miraculously come back and win the match. Like he yeah. did it. He didn't do that. Like he did it, but it was more of in, I guess, in a believable ish way. Where it was still kind of preposterous, but you're still like, okay, I, I buy it. <laughs> like, I, I, I buy it. And yeah. he gets his offense in and, you know, uh, 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 it beats the pants off of Brock, you know, f- you know, metaphorically and literally. Like, what? <laughs> like, Yo, I was mad confused. I'm like, <laughs> what? See Brock's eye, inner thigh. I'm mad confused here. <laughs> yeah, like, when did he, when did his, when did his shorts rip? Like, I have no idea why. So. Bro, I was mad confused because I'm seeing, I'm like, I'm seeing way too much of Brock's legs. What's going? <laughs> like, I think they even cut like right under his cheek too. I'm like, yo, Brock, what happened, bro? <laughs> oh God, oh, this man. shit was so funny. <clears throat> we got, we, and we let get... me let me tell you something. I don't know why people thought this was a DQ, but last time I checked, the steel steps is a part of the fucking ring. Yeah, yeah, they are part of the ring. I don't understand. It's a DQ. He hit him with the step. The steps is part of the ring. It's not no weapon. It they use it as a weapon, but it's a part of the ring. Like, and with DQ, get out of here. Oh man, that got me so mad. People complaining. Oh, it should have been a DQ. It should have ended. Like, bro, give me a break. But uh, of course, Cody got the win off of doing uh, his uh, triple crossroads and. Got a clean win, clean clean as a sheet. Yep. Be brought clean as a sheet, which you haven't seen that in a while. Um, which is good, obviously, because you know we were all picking Cody to win. He should have won. We were just assuming, okay, this is a stipulation. Okay, I guess it's not a stipulation, so Cody's gonna yeah. win in some far fetched way. But he won clean as a sheet, 
And then afterwards, Brock, you know, takes off his gloves, goes up to Cody and shakes his hand, and which, according to Triple H, that was unplanned. Um, which, looking back on the footage, you see Cody just have this look on his face like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is this is new. Um, and then he just hugs yeah. him and, you know... I, I don't he think raised his, he raised his arm in front of everybody. Kept going to each side of the ring. I'm just like, what? Right. Which I mean, which like you know, Brock passing the torch. Which I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, we haven't seen that yeah, from I'm Brock. Cool with that. You know, probably ever. Um, maybe yeah, maybe, no, for real. I no, Drew. Besides him and Kurt at Mania, I've never seen Brock hug somebody. Oh no, no, no. He's never hugged anybody. So. Right, that's um, what I'm saying. I've never seen him hug somebody, and he kept shaking his hand, pointing at him like, "Yo, bro, you got this. Like, you got it. Like, I respect this shit. Like, I yeah, I never seen him do that with nobody, nobody." Yeah, because like I, I, you know, during the whole match, I'm just like, okay, you know, Cody's getting up, and Brock keeps telling him to stay down, but he keeps getting up, and then when he came back in the ring for that last time, you saw Brock with this look on his face, like, this 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 guy will not quit. Like yeah, like do I have to shoot this guy? Like and I don't know, but <laughs> but yeah, it's just like Brock, you know, had you know Brock gave him his respect, and you know we're still never gonna really find out why Brock went after him. I mean, no, the idea is that Brock just want to see what he's made of. Yep, probably want to see if he can actually hang with him because he is the beast. So right, he's like you know I'm the biggest baddest you know motherfucker in the yard, and you keep saying you are, so I want to see if you are. Yeah, which I didn't mind. That was cool. So, uh, fine, fine match. Fine way to end it. Um, where does Cody go from here? Like, what's his next feud? Mm, that's a good question, bro. I have no idea. I really don't know who's his next opponent. Does he take time off? Like, he's not... He don't come across to me the type to just take time off just to take time off. He want to be there every day. House shows, all that shit, so... I don't know who who do you put him against. Randy's not ready. All right. Um, that would be a nice. That's a history story right there to to, to tell. Um, but he's not ready. So, do you give him? Does do you get? Do you give Cody Bray Wyatt? No. Do you? I mean, that's the idea. I mean, isn't Bray is Bray on SmackDown or Raw? Bro, I don't know, bro. He didn't get drafted. All right, so he's—I guess he's a free agent, quote unquote. Um, yeah. I mean, we talked about this on Wednesday with you know everybody, and we're, we're just like, well, at least with Bray, maybe they can do something interesting with it, you know? Because if mm-hmm. anyone can, it's Cody. Where it's like you can bring up the fact that Cody was Bray's veteran on the first season of NXT when Bray was Husky Harris. Yeah. Like you can bring that up. You can bring up their dads you know you know our dad is used to wrestle back in the day cody like you can do shit like that i you were my veteran but you let me down cody <laughs> now i must take you down my brother <laughs> oh, jesus christ oh shit every show it's Yo, impre- the <laughs> there was this thing i watched and it was uh uh, Tyrus, bum-ass Tyrus, where uh, they wanted him to become a funk, uh, the, funk- the, the Funkadactyls, and he was like, I don't want to be no babyface, bro. And then he like went to FCW in Florida and went to go talk to Dusty and tell Dusty he was like pissed about it. 
and Dusty. <laughs> I heard it. I didn't even hear Dusty's voice, Drew. I heard it in your voice. He was like, he was like, they told me to wear. He was like, they told me to wear polka dots, and uh, I did it because I got a family. I got a family to feed. I got this and that. And he was like, you trying to tell me you better than me? Wait, let, like, let me try oh, that. Shit. Let me try no, that. I feel bad. <laughs> let me try that. Let me try that. They told me to wear polka dots, baby. And I did it because I have a family to feed. So you'll tell me you're better than the American dream, baby. That's what I wrote. I swear to God. He said it. And then Tyrus was like, oh, shit. Well, I kind of feel like an idiot and feel bad now. Like, yeah, bro. Like, you think you're the only one, like, to get some shit handed to? Like... <laughs> No, but yeah, you're right. They, the 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 dad's got history. It it makes sense. I just don't want Bray to do the weird shit. Like the weird shit. I think it's it's done. Like it only it th- that type of shit only really benefits him. It does nothing for his opposer. Nothing. Like right. it really doesn't. It really doesn't. I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of tired of it. And him saying right. that he don't want to do the wife family out of respect for Luke. I get that, but you don't gotta go full full fledged. Like you don't have to revert 100 percent back to it. Just do a whole new variation of it. Like, right. I mean, it's like with Cody. Cody said on the documentary when he left, you know, go to the Indies. He took every gimmick he did and just put it into one, and that's how he made the American Nightmare. And then he yeah. used a little bit of his dad. Like, you know, Bray should do something like that. Like, take all the gimmicks you've done and try to use every variation of them as one gimmick. But still mm-hmm. be but still be you. Because, like, when Bray came back and he did that one promo on SmackDown, I'm like, are we getting this Bray? Because I can... I'm fine with this Bray. I'm fine with a human being Bray. And then they ended it with, you know, the Uncle Howdy duty bullshit. I'm like, oh, okay, we're getting that Bray. All right. All right. right, exactly. So, like, why can't we get human brain, human being Bray Wyatt? Why do you, why do you have to get, you know, uh, Mountain Dew, glow in the dark, you know, piss break Bray Wyatt? Like, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to see any of that shit. So, I mean, at least LA, yeah. at least LA Knight came out of that feud alive, and he now he's the most over he's ever been. And he's, yeah. he's also the top merch seller in the company. So, at least there was he something is. that came out of that feud. So. You could tell. You could tell he's a top merch seller when they got his shirt. His, he's the only other shirt that's added in the Snapchat clothing shit. They were like new WWE clothing. I'm like, where? Go look. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm putting this shit on. <laughs> and uh, coincidentally, uh, next match is the 25 man Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal with LA Knight yeah. winning. Uh, which, I mean, we all saw that coming. I mean, even though, what's the point of this match? Like it was no point. Like I mean, L.A. Knight at least. I mean, he's in the Slim Jim commercial, so good for him. But I think that's why they probably did it, <laughs> and that's probably why he won. <laughs> right, and it's like, does does he get a title match? Does he get something? Like I mean, surprisingly, this match was actually fun. Like I was actually digging it. Like I was having fun with it because, like, you yeah, know, it was good, bro. What was kind of funny was that you bring in almost and you just chucks out all the people that aren't over and aren't doing anything on television <laughs> yeah you yeah you've seen that shit right he took out Cruz, jd and rick booze as soon as he got in that bitch i uh, thought that was funny and then you got to see chad gable shine which is good because yo bro he almost fucking german bronson bro i wanted to see it so bad oh man Ch- chad again chad gable's good we all like chad gable it's just we kind of wished he was on his own and 
not not I don't want to say be serious it you know be serious all the time like still have that personality to you but like we I don't know I want to see more of him yeah. just by himself no you're but. right Drew listen I mean let's be real he got how do I say this he's not Kurt Angle but he is very close to it you know what I'm saying right he can he can entertain you he can be serious and we know he can go in the ring like Kurt oh bro I know Kurt Angle said this shit um, a while ago, and I agree with him. If he never went to TNA, right? He took the time off, listened to Vince, got healthy, right? I would genuinely tell you right now, he's the best to ever do it. Mm -hmm. I'm being so serious. Why? Because when he's a heel, you hate him. He's a bastard. He's a piece of shit, right? But when he's a babyface, that man is funny as shit. Come on, the little cowboy hat. When he made Undertaker break character, he put the, Ameri- the the American flag bandana and the glasses. Yo, yo, I never seen Undertaker. He full, through and through just broke. He had to literally cover his mouth because he was laughing. Like he, Kurt Angle could do it all. He can make you laugh. He can be bad, and he's one of the best I ever seen in the ring ever like legitimately ever is he 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 found a way to mix his uh his actual um wrestling with wrestling and like it it, it blended perfectly together hey. bro and RJ's here Jagged got that Drew he got that he do and I don't want like what he's doing. Listen, what he's doing with Alpha Academy is good shit. You know what I'm saying? They act, he's actually making Maxine a wrestler, and she actually she's actually taking the, the she does the couple like moves and whatnot. And Otis is Otis. Otis is always gonna be good. Like I like that. But you're right. He could do something by himself. He can because people can't say, oh, he don't got no character. He don't got no gimmick. What you mean? Yes, he do. Yes, he do. Like. So I don't know, man. And like we said, like we talked about it like last week, he's got to stop with the headbutt, Drew. That's it. Yeah, I hate that shit. Because that should yeah. be a move that should just be banned. Like, regardless, because, like, there's the safe way to do it where you just, like, cover your head. And then there's obvi- then there's what, you know, Chad's doing the unsafe way. It's like, dude, Chris Benoit. Like, those are two words that, that uh, like, Triple H or somebody should be saying to these, to these guys. It's like, hey, Chris Benoit. And then just walk away. Yeah, like because he's land, he's landing directly on their shoulder blade, and you hitting nothing but bone, bro. There's no meat there. <laughs> like, and no, RJ. Yo, yo, what's up? What's goody, man? Good morning, bro. Uh, sorry for being late. I was up around three o'clock. That's all good, man. Talking no, you're to, good, uh, bro. Talking to the posse because they came, they came over for their lunch break. You know, I was home last night, obviously, but the posse they yeah. came over for their lunch break, and we were just talking for a good bit and, and, until they left. So, yeah, we was talking about the pay per view a little bit. But uh, where were you guys at? I don't, I don't want to. Well, uh, well, we were, we were barely at the third match, but we can kind of like we can go back to the first suit again and get your opinion. So, like the first match, uh, Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Um, me and me and Monty liked it. You know, uh, granted, there were some blown spots from Logan. I mean, Logan is again. This goes without saying. He's he's really good, he, but yeah. this match kind of showed a lot of his green. But what did you think about the match? Yeah, I thought it was fine. Uh, like you said, a couple blown spots definitely there. But uh, Logan Paul, man, the 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 heel heat and the 
he's finally comfortable with playing a heel at this point. And me and Ty was talking about it yesterday. I wish I can get Ty on the show, man. I really wish I could. Because he's got some good insight on stuff, too, for somebody that's a little bit younger. Um, but even he was like, man, Logan's really killing it as a heel. Like He feels natural and he feels comfortable in the spot. Uh, the way he was egging the crowd on and he hit the fucking the split the legs drop of fucking ricochet. And I'm like, yo, like, that's that's crazy, man. He was talking to everybody like Hogan. It was it was it was fun. Uh, and, and it and it does like I said, it opens the door for a rematch. Remember I said that a couple weeks ago, right? That the finish opens the door for a rematch, Doc, because Ricochet is gonna be like this this motherfucker. He cheated to beat me. And now Ricochet can have another high-profile match that continues another high-profile feud. So, right. I'm definitely, I'm definitely pleased with what I saw from Logan Paul and Ricochet. Could things could have been better? Damn right. But when you have two guys who are very hyperactive and do a little too much, bone spots are gonna sometimes happen, unfortunately. Right. Uh, were you a little surprised by how much time they were given? Because the match was 18 minutes. Yeah, I was actually surprised by that. But you know what? Um, I guess they wanted to see what Logan could do against a guy like Ricochet. Mm-hmm. So you know what Ricochet could do. Right. Even though yesterday felt like a little bit of a coming out party for him. Because Ty was even like, this is probably like the longest Ricochet match I've ever seen from him since being on the main roster. And I'm like, you know what? I agree. I agree. I, I just felt like showcase for Ricochet just as much as it was for uh, Logan Paul. So would you say Ricochet is like in some ways the comeback wrestler of the year? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say comeback, but definitely a guy who can who's had a little bit of a I think it Braun Strowman's injury was a little bit of a blessing in disguise for him. And and that, I know that sounds a little morbid to say in a right. sense, but like without Braun Strowman getting hurt, I don't think he would have been in the spot. Right. So, or, or maybe he would have. Maybe he would have. I don't know. But so, so uh, it's funny you bring up Braun Strowman because like there was a spot in the match where Logan does Braun's running power slam. Do you th- do you think they might do a program with Braun and Logan? They very well could. And Braun Strowman, you know, I, I don't want you around here in my locker room. You know, yeah, I can see it. I don't want I you influences in my locker room. <laughs> You're, you're a stupid ass celebrity, you know. I mean, they, they can easily tell that, you know. So, I, I wouldn't mind that. And I, Logan Paul's a safe reporter for Braun Strowman when he comes back too, with the neck. So, I, I think, I think, look, there you go. Like Triple H said in the press conference, sometimes you have to save content for all these pay per views and all these uh, TV shows that we have. I like that he said that yesterday, so everybody can stop bitching about. Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus a match that people were like oh man this feud sucks Trish shouldn't be back full time everybody and their moms were saying that but all of a sudden come Monday everybody wanted to cry like bitch shut up shut up like Monty said like, for real that makes no man, sense man are you right shut the fuck like, people, up bro people shut crying up and, oh this feud sucks and then oh and then people want to whine about Rhea and Raquel not being on the show so you're gonna rush you're gonna rush a match Went to a show just to have a match on the show, right. and just for Raquel to lose, and you're not gonna build it up like there's not any history there from NXT. Like, bro, why y'all do that? Like, 
made no sense. They obviously they saved her injury for a reason. They want to prolong so that way that could be another main event women's matchup at a later date. Like, come on. Why do you want to waste all the matches now? You still got what we say, what we say, guys. Paybacks is September. You know, payback in September. Perfect thing for you that. Got payback in September, and then they bring it back fastly. I, I don't know when that's coming back, but like, come on, people, you have to. You want these quote unquote bum pay per views to be good, right? Well, you're gonna have to have these matches in the vault waiting to put them on. Like, what you? I don't understand. I don't and understand that. It makes no exactly sense. What you, that's exactly what Triple H said yesterday at the at the press conference, and I'm glad he said it. Because a lot I didn't of stupid ass wrestling fans don't fucking get it. I gotta watch the press conference, bro. I did. I, I, I was telling Drew RJ, I fell asleep in the middle of the women's triple threat match, bro. I can't believe I did that shit. <laughs> I, I mean, look, I mean, uh, the the women were trying to work hard, and I don't mean to jump ahead, but they they were trying to work hard. It's that crowd was dead. Right. It was. Yeah. And uh, Fastlane will be October seventh. There you okay. go. See, look. See, come on, Drew. Yeah. Come on, y'all. We got. We got two pay-per-views back-to-back, month after month, and y'all want to waste all the matches now. No. Here's you can't the, do that. It's kind of interesting that a lot of these pay-per-views are taking place at the beginning of the month. Yeah, why are they doing that? I, guess I mean, I'm not... give it a, a full whole month to let things cook, I guess. I mean, I'm not complaining. It's, it's just, it's it's interesting, so. But, yeah, um... I find that very interesting, too. But, um... And then Cody and Brock was, uh... We were talking about that, um... We both liked it. We both liked it. It was kind of an odd match because, you know, 80% of the match was Brock just destroying Cody. And then, you know, this is probably the most vocal we've ever seen Brock in a match because the whole time he's yelling at Cody, you know, stay down. You just don't want to learn, you know, uh, you dumb son of a bitch. And it's only going to get worse, Cody. I just thought that was funny. And, you know, the story, the story being that, you know, Brock wants Cody to just give up, but Cody won't give up. And finally, Brock just had this look on his face like, fuck, this guy's not going to give up, is he? And then, you know, Cody eventually doing his uh, comeback and beating Brock clean as a sheet, which I was surprised by. Um... Because I was, we were. I mean, we're all in the assumption that this is going to be a stipulation, but it wasn't. So we're like, okay, Cody's going to win in some convoluted way. How? And no, he just wins. No, but just beating Brock with his finisher. I'm like, all right, that's. I didn't expect that, but good. You know, Cody won, which he should have. And then after the match, Brock, you know, took off his gloves and shook Cody's hand and hugged him, and which, according to Triple H, that was unplanned. And you know, we're still not going to find out why Brock did what he did, but I guess we're under the assumption that Brock was just like, I just want to see what you're made of. You know, yeah, I'm... That's what I wrote on Twitter, and I, and, I, and I figured that had to be it. If they weren't going to say anything about it, that I assumed that had to be it. It was the whole Rocky shit, you know? Right. I'm going to make a man out of you, motherfucker. I'm going to make you a champion. You beat me, I see you as a champion. Who have you Cody beat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who'd you beat? Hey, woman. Hey, my boy. <laughs> just, just like talk to Brandy. Hey, woman, why don't you leave that bum? Wrap your arms around a real man. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that scene. When he just shows <laughs> oh man, he's he's fucking great. Come on, Let's, hey, boo. I, I just want, I just want someone to interview Brock. So, Brock, what's your prediction for this match? Pain. <laughs> Booker T said that on the pre-show too. We don't <laughs> like, what the fuck? 
That's what you said. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I just remember that. Oh, no, my God, I love Booker. Uh, but what do you, what did you think about this match overall? Yeah, I thought it was a good match. I, I thought it was fine. I, I had no problems because people were going, "Oh, why is, why is Brock squashing Cody?" It's like, would you look, do you look at Brock Lesnar for fuck's sake? He's a, he's a physical specimen. This ain't AEW. What the fuck? You ain't getting no fifty-fifty match. Ain't yeah, you this ain't big. One Brian Cage losing the FTR. AEW fans. I'm like, yeah, exactly. So like, what are you? Like, is this really supposed to be a fifty-fifty match? Especially if it's a regular match. No step, no nothing. If it was a step, Cody came at Brock with like a cowbell or something like that, cracked him inside the head, had him bleeding all over the place. Then I'm like, all right, fuck it. You got weapons. You you can do whatever the fuck you want. Okay, fine. 50 50. You can call that shit. But this was a regular match, which I thought was odd. And RJ. That was odd. Huh? And, and RJ, I told Drew. Why are these people complaining about the steps? The steps part of ring. It ain't no weapon and no DQ. There's no DQ there. Yeah, I, I didn't mind that either. <laughs> like, like people, people so dumb, bro. Oh, he used the steps, DQ, bro. Everybody used the steps to get in the ring, unless it's Omos. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so plus, dumb, bro. People plus, complain about plus, the stupidest shit. And then plus, people get tossed into the steps all the time on the outside. Yeah, that's DQ. Then that's DQ. Yeah, exactly. Come on, bro. Yo, 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 I hate when people do that oh, shit. I'm like, bro, uh, <laughs> come on, son. Like, I know exactly what you because because I, I was I was perplexed at first too, but I was like, but then again, motherfuckers be throwing each other to the steel steps all the time, be suplexing each other on the steps and shit. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, I don't mind that shit. Like, yeah, like, I'm good with that. Yeah, and he did it once. That was it. It was telling the story that Cody was trying to survive Brock Lesnar. If he yeah. can get through this, he can get through anything. I felt yeah. that shit. So, yeah. Nah, but I thought, and I like, I thought it was... Wait, nah, I was telling Drew too, bro. Like, he was mad vocal in the match too, bro. Yeah, he was. I thought that was I great. Brock, that. Yeah, Brock Lesnar was good. Like, he was... Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar was training him, man. He was training him to get ready for Roman again. To get ready. You know, you could beat me. You beat me, I know you can beat Roman Reigns. To yeah. me, that's what it felt like it was. Like it, it yeah. was a trading session. And mm-hmm. he earned his respect at the end. He shook his hand and shit, which is a rear signing for uh, Brock Lesnar. And uh, good, because I didn't want to see Brock Lesnar as a heel, because I was having fun with Cowboy Brock, you know? Me too. Me too. He right, fucking I mean, hugged I, him, bro. He hugged him. Well, I, don't, I don't even think Brock's a heel. Even, even in this feud, I don't even think he's a heel. Like person, he's just Brock. Yeah. He's just yeah. Brock. He's jumping Cody, but yeah, I mean, and wearing wearing long trench jackets like he's a goddamn Undertaker, but yeah. Walker but Texas Ranger. He's Brocker. He's Bro- he's Brocker Texas <laughs> Ranger. Trench coat and the black hat. <laughs> Brocker Texas Ranger. <laughs> the eyes of a beast are on. Walker, Walker <laughs> Texas Brock. <laughs> oh my God. What made it better is, yo, bro. What made it better is he wore that getup in Texas too. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not trying to see Brock Lesnar at all. But the, you had a trench coat and a cowboy hat to it. Oh, nah, I'm like, God, mm. God damn it, Brock! You're supposed to, you're supposed to get information out of the witness. Instead, he's in the hospital. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. 
<laughs> so your so your info your informant got his throat sliced from ear to ear. Hey, I'm trying to eat lunch here, Chief. That's gross. <laughs> you know what? I can actually get behind that. <laughs> as, a, as a private investigator. <laughs> Or a uh, bounty hunter or something like that. I can get behind that. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Ooh, ooh. Brock Lesnar, Kim Shamrock, and fucking Steve Black. Let's go. Oh, oh my man. god. <laughs> Brock and Ken Shamrock alone. Jesus Christ. Then you add Steve Blackman? I think people sleep on how much of a bad man Steve Blackman was. Oh, fuck Bro, yeah, he's bad. Bad motherfucker. Bro, there's a reason why my man was the the best hardcore champion there was. That man was lethal. Yeah, he lethal. was literally a lethal weapon for real, man. This man survived. For real, bro. Mm, man. Bro, there's certain wrestlers back then. I just, I don't. They punching you and they hitting you for real, like. Mm-hmm. And he was one of them. I'm not doing it. No. Yeah, nah, forget it. Mm. Hell few, no. I'm not afraid of anybody like that, but. Damn, there's gonna be some people I ain't trying to fight. Like Brock Lesnar's one, Ken Shamrock's another. Farouk. And fucking yeah. Far- Farouk and Bradshaw, forget it. Good. Mm-mm. I'm good. Raider? No. Oh, nah, I'm good, dog. Mm-mm. Bam Bam? Ain't trying to see Bam Bam, bro. Mm-mm. Nah, ha- good. Haku? Haku? Fuck that. No, I ain't trying to see Haku now. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big wanna- stage. I, I won't even want to see. Either. I won't even want to see Goldberg in the WCW days. Neither man gonna spare your whole top half off. Fuck. Yeah, Goldberg. You don't have no guts. <laughs> Goldberg, the Steiner brothers. Nah, forget it. Oh, the Steiner. Yeah, nah, bro. Forget Young it. Steiner brothers. Too? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Mm-mm. Yeah, nah, I'm good. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <Again>. <laughs> <laughs> Dudley too. Ah, right, yeah, I'm not trying to see Bubba Ray Dudley. Yeah, I heard he's a fake tough guy. Yeah, yeah, me, no yeah I heard that shit too. I heard he's a fake tough guy. He's not a uh, real tough guy. Paul, Paul Orndorff. Paul, oh my god, with that mustache, ah, Jesus. Yeah, shit. No, I'm good. You know, you know the story. There's an Eddie Guerrero story where Eddie, when he went to WCW, Paul Orndorff, for whatever reason, would call him Ed Grove, and he's like, "Paul, my name's Eddie." He's like, "Sure thing, Ed Grove." And then Eddie just wrote in his book, "If Paul Orndorff wants to call you Ed Grove, then your name is Ed Grove." <laughs> Eddie Guerrero didn't want those problems. And Eddie and Eddie Eddie was known to be a tough guy too. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he apparently he apparently had that kind of relationship with Vince where he can like, you know, go off on him and tell him fuck you and Vince would just be like, Okay Eddie, relax, chill. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, bro. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, but I I heard the radicals all had that reputation though. Yeah, especially but Benoit. You know what? Yeah. Oh god. I know we're not supposed to talk. I know we're not supposed to talk about him neither. But I wouldn't want to do that shit to Benoit neither. Yeah, like even before yeah. we knew what happened, uh, Benoit had that personality of when he got drunk, like he kind of got evil. <laughs> like he was just not easy to deal with. I'll just put it that yeah. way. But um, oh boy. Anyways, let's uh, get back on track. So. The net, the match we were talking about when you got in RJ was the uh, twenty five man Slim Jim Battle Royal. Um, yeah. we I actually liked this match. It was actually entertaining. Um, yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a fun battle royal. LA Knight won, which you know, good. You know, give LA Knight something at least. Um, mm-hmm. And now he's, I guess, along with Bianca Belair, they're the spokespeople for Slim Jim. Yeah, 
which yeah. I like L.A. Knight as a spokesperson because he just, uh, again, he has that personality of Macho Man of like, yeah, snap into a slim gym. Yep. Yeah, that's a, that's a perfect guy to take that torch when you put it that way, too. Yep. He's a perfect, charismatic guy to fill that void. Yeah, no, so I'm glad he won it. <laughs> I like his story in the press conference about how uh, he, took, he, he won the Battle Royal tonight and went on a time machine to do the commercial for it. <laughs> and then we got the commercial. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. LA Knight handled himself like a pro at the press conference too. So, um, but yeah, yeah. No, good, good win, good win for him. I thought Cross looked good. I thought, uh, I thought Omox from when he was in there for that was work. He looked good. Gable looked good. Uh, who else stood out to me? RJ Bronson. Uh-huh. Did you see Omos's choke slam, bro? Oh yeah, no, nah, bro. Me and Tyler oh. they tell him like, holy shit, bro. <laughs> oh my, nah, son, no. Yeah, in the air, bro. Did you see what he did to fucking Grayson Waller? My man, pause before I say anything. Pause. My man gripped him up by his cheek, gave him the wedgie, and said, "Oh, let's fuck out of here." I was like, God damn. I don't want to ever hear nobody say Omos can't wrestle. That choke slam was so damn good. I was like, oh, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, man. Omos. Omos looks good physically. Like, he got himself in some better shape, you can tell. And I think mm-hmm. he might have got his teeth redone, too. Somebody's teeth looks different <laughs> than before. But uh, Omos looks good, man. MVP. I don't know if MVP's been schooling him up or something, but he looks good. He looks great. Yeah. I, I thought he did fine yesterday. I just wish we would use him a little bit more on TV. I'm not one yeah. of these. You and I, you and I are not these wrestling fans. Oh, Omos. Yeah, nah, he's going to be around. Sorry, he's a freaking nature, which is what they love. They love to promote that. Big Show ain't around no more. Kali ain't around no more. So he's that new giant, that new freaking nature. And uh, it's too damn bad. He's going to be on TV, whether you guys like it or not. Suck it up. And he's not. And I don't care, bro. I'm gonna be honest not, with both of you. I don't he's care. He's not bad, bro. He's no, bad. no, he's not bad. He, I don't like. I, t- I tell you all, all the time. What more do you want him to do? He, he's seven two, getting on that top rope and potentially botching. He's dying. I'm sorry, people. Yeah, he is. He's gonna do? die. We see yeah. it all the time. Keith Lee died. Oh, I love Die Jack. Keith Lee, Die Jack, and a couple other guys have spoiled everybody into thinking that every big man. Who's around? You know who, who's big. Should do flips and dives, and it's not like that. Not everybody. And can you do know that. what? You know what? You brought up a good point because ever since Dijak turned heel, you don't see Dijak doing the high flash shit no more. No. Nah. No. The only thing he really does is like the springboard elbow drop. But other than that, he he don't do the topes and shit like that no more. Nope. Good. He, he don't. Didn't. No, he should. He's way better as the aggressor that he is now. I'm scared of him too. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, that match he had with yeah. was pretty damn good the other day. But yeah, no, nah, I, um, I thought the battle royal was good, and I thought a, a couple of people looked good. I thought Grayson Waller and Miz, I, they hit the little the, the double team finisher. I, I was like, oh shit, double clothesline. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna stunt. I ain't gonna stunt. I hate those moves that take forever. But when they did that shit yesterday, shit was beautiful. And I think you know that what? shit looks so that scenario, nice. In that scenario. That move works. Yeah, that shit looked nice, bro. Miz had dude gripped up, and Grayson Waller flowed in and, and did the move. Yeah, that was good. And you know what? It's a damn shame Miz is on Raw because Miz and Waller could have been a tag team there. A damn good one. 
Yeah. Right. I so, agree, bro. I agree. Uh, yeah. You know what's funny? When they stood side by side, they did us even look alike. <laughs> <laughs> they got the same fucking gimmick. I'm a yeah, social media no. influencer. Yeah, you're right. Hey, there, you know, that's pretty much the same fucking head. Damn, Austin Theory. That's what I'm saying. Like, Logan Paul, as well just pack him up in one big faction, honestly. That's why I was kind of pissed when they had uh, Miz turned on Logan Paul. I'm like, for what? For what? They're the same. Right? Yeah. Know. It's crazy, but... Yeah, no, I was impressed with the Battle Royale. I'm glad LA Knight finally won. People shut the fuck up. Let's move on. Because uh, we have other superstars to push to, not just LA Knight. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, white white rock as Kevin Castle calls him. Okay, now yeah. I see why you now I see why you guys have this comparison. When he does the LA Knight, runs to the rope, elbow. Um, before he does his uh, cutter, he kicks him in the gut like Stone Cold. It's very small. It's very small similarity, but I see mm-hmm. it though. I see it. The walk when he comes out, he got that Stone Cold arm movement. I see it. I see what y'all be saying now. I see it. It's very small, but I definitely see what y'all be saying. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I, I mean, just noticed. I'm like, wait, he does an elbow drop and then he does the shit. I'm like, oh, this is kind of like Rock. Like, and then kicks him in the poses, gut before he does this like cutter. Kind of like Austin. He poses like the Rock on the top rope. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, yeah. he does, I mean, he does a better job as uh, cosplaying as Steve Austin than John Moxley does. Don't you? <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next okay, match. Let's move on. on to, let's move on to the next match. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey in an MMA rules match. <sighs> Can I say this real quick and move on? Sure. Or yeah. Y'all don't have to go to me again. I thought these women really tried. They really tried hard. The crowd mm-hmm. just did not give a damn. Nope. Turn, yep. I, did, I did not give a damn either. So yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, uh, good good win for Shayna, but let's we gotta move on. Yeah, the the only interesting part about this match was the package. The video package was the only thing good. Yeah, no one cares. And, um, no one cared. Um, Ronda's you know on the bus home is going to be on the bus home. Uh, Shayna, I wouldn't be surprised if she's going to be on the bus home pretty soon. Uh, this nobody cared about this match. Nobody, not not a soul. Yeah. And I wanted to care, I wanted to care so much, but as soon as they started, as soon as the bell rang and they, I saw what they, the, I saw how they started it off. I'm like, this is gonna be boring. Like, it was boring. I, I love Shayna to death, but, but nothing. It just didn't work. And um, her sitting in the corner, acting like a little bitch after everything. I just, it, I, it, I just, it rubbed me the wrong way. The only good spot was when Ronda Rousey kneed her in the fucking face. That shit was crazy. She needed to rock. She rocked it for real too. Got yeah, she eyes. did. She rocked it in her fucking face, bro. <laughs> and Shayna was wearing an arm brace after the show too. Who was? Shayna. Oh my god, she's hurt again. God damn. I, I don't know. If she's just selling the Ronda Rousey arm ball, or it's legit. But yeah, I saw her. she was rocking one of those braces, man. Yeah, I wasn't really. I wasn't really too. Uh, I wasn't really too pleased with this match, to be honest. Yeah, nope. I, I, and look, after that video package, I wanted to like it. I really did. Me too. I really did. Because I'm not, I'm not this grandose, like, hate, hater of Ronda Rousey, right? Like, everybody hates her and shit like that. Yeah. It's cool to hate Ronda Rousey, but I, I appreciate Ronda Rousey for even coming back, because she didn't have to. Right. She didn't have to. 
She could have bought out of her contract or something like some shit like that, you know? She's fucking rich. Mm-hmm. She can do whatever else she wanted to. But I appreciate the fact that she wanted to come through anyways. So I, I appreciate Ronda Rousey. It's just that oh, the run that she had was just very bad. Very bad. The second run. And uh, oh, God. Oof. I don't know, man. Shayna Baszler. I don't know. Oh, we go from here. If she's hurt, that might be a good thing for a while for her to go away and heal up a little bit and then come back. I mean, do something. We got to do something with her when she does come back because clock is ticking on her too. Because like I was telling Monty the other day, Drew, 4K be telling on a lot of these women in their ages, and Shayna Baszler is like 43 years old. So, mm-hmm. well, I was gonna say like if if you really want to repackage her, she can be a good opponent for Rhea. She could be. She definitely I could think, be. I, I don't. I don't think anybody believes she's winning. But but you're right though. For the for the sake of a match and a good story, yeah. I mean, it's all about how you repackage her. But I, I, I when I think about that, it's like we she's already been repackaged like at least twice, and it's like, oh boy. Like I told Monty, was it when we talked about it Friday? Yeah. Shayna Baszler was on a roll towards the end of twenty was twenty twenty one. When she was taking the moves, she took out Nia Jax, had her boohoo and crying on the floor. She took out Eve Marie, and she took out somebody else. And they were they were going back to, oh, Shayna's got the mean streak again. She's she's taking all these women out, and we're not seeing them again, you know, and in their cases. Uh, they need to go back to something like that because and you don't have to do it with your main roster talent. Do it with do it with nobodies. Do it with scrubs. And show everybody that Shayna is not playing around. And if this is your favorite, this could be your favorite. So, yeah, I mean, they got to do something with, with, with Shayna. They started that, and then as soon as they was rolling on that, they sent her to SmackDown to be Sonya Deville's bench, pretty much. And that was pretty much the end of that. Mm-hmm. But then she's bouncing from tag team, the makeshift tag team, and it's just like, uh, we are where we are today. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it just it just it just didn't work, and the crowd did not care. And you know what, the Detroit was kind of dead throughout the night, anyway. So. Yeah, the crowd just did not work. I mean, I remember Monty ask, asking me in the group chat, like, "Does this feel like a SummerSlam to you?" I'm like, "That's an interesting question." <laughs> like, I mean, it's not yeah, that the matches I are bad. Sh- when, did I, when did I actually? What match was it? Was it after that match that I asked you? I I, I don't remember particularly, but like, I just kind of remember being like yeah this crowd is kind of not really caring like even yeah. for like the bigger matches but uh yeah Detroit's weird but um next match Intercontinental Championship Gunther versus Drew McIntyre um it's weird because I, I had this mentality and I heard Joe Numbers say this on the soup and I kind of felt the same way where it's like I knew these two were going to have a good match so I just kind of went yeah they're going to have a good match yeah. So, like, <laughs> you speak nothing, nothing less. It's it's like being a dad. It's like I expect you to take out the trash and clean your. Yeah. Room. You know. So, but um, yeah. These, I mean, these two had a good match. I mean, it wasn't as good as the Mania match, um, but it was still a really good match. You had these two fucking hosses. You know, these two. You know, meaty. Oh, what? what you like? Uh, like Biggie says, meaty men slapping meat. Just. Slapping the shit every year. I thought there was too much slapping, which sounds weird to say, but it was still a really good match. Um, I kind of like with the Ricochet 
Logan Paul thing, I have a feeling it's going to stretch out until maybe payback. Because, um, you know, they obviously want to keep, you know, that Intercontinental title on Gunther until he passes Honky Tonk until, you know, next month. So, I, which I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind this feud, you know, stretching out for a while. But, um, good match. I, I like the finish because I thought there was going to be a fuck finish with, you know, Imperium coming out and, like, distracting the ref or distracting Drew. But, like, no, you know, Drew falls on the rope and hits him and racks himself in the nuts. And then, you know, Gunther takes advantage of the of the situation, gets the pin. One, two, three. So Yeah, um, hit him with a three, three three piece combo to get the win. I thought it was Yeah, dope. that was, that's what I was just about to say. The speed in which he did all three moves and didn't waste any time, that's how you do it. Yeah, that's, that's how, how you, you do, do it. it. Huh? That's how you do it. One move, boom. Second move, boom. Pick him up. Power bump. One, two, three. Yes, you don't waste no time. He didn't waste no time. And honestly, that's a believable finish. How the fuck do you expect Drew to kick out at kick out at two after getting all those three moves back to back to back to back? Yeah, especially getting it's, hung up on the notes. You know. Yeah, exactly. After all that, so like it, it's definitely. I agree with you, uh, Drew. It was definitely um, surprising, but the the fact that he won clean and how he won clean, it's believable. It makes sense. I can understand why uh, why Drew didn't kick out. It makes total sense. Yeah. Right. It makes sense. It's yeah, like. I, e- it's like even the biggest, baddest guy is going to fall down if he gets kicked in the nuts. Right. It's done. You're done. You're, you're incapacitated. So, yeah, I thought that was uh, thought that was a clever finish to kind of, you know, protect Drew in that sense and, and, and give Gunther the cleanest win possible without having, you know, any, you know, any fucking finishes. Fury. Yeah. So I thought that was, I thought that was good. Yes. But a uh, good match. Another, another good match on the catalog of Gunther. And uh, we march on to uh, next month. So, all right, next match. Uh, in my opinion, I mean my choice for match of the night: World Heavyweight Championship, Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor. Uh, Seth Rollins continued to come out wearing the most just ridiculous clothes. I don't even know what the fuck he's doing anymore. And then you know Finn just no no random uh, mask. He's just coming out dressing like he's getting ready to play ball or something. I don't know. But uh, I thought it was a good match. I thought this was better than the the Money in the Bank match. They were given more time. Um, it wasn't obvious like the last match where you... I mean, they did bring out Damien, but Damien at least had a purpose. Like, there was actually more for him to do instead of just, like, sitting at ringside. <laughs> but, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the meme. But, like, uh, really good back-and-forth action. Um, at first second, it looked like they were going to give it to Finn. Like, I'm not going to lie, yeah, dude. A couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> them, them false finishes were pretty damn close. Yeah, yeah, just, I mean, these two obviously can work well together. And, you know, Seth coming out wearing the same vest that he wore in 2016. And just... When you look at the, when you look at the gear, too, like, even the, with, the, with the flimsy colors on it, like, it's, it had the lining from that same piece of gear, too. So I thought that was pretty cool that Rollins... Uh, all right, we want to go back seven years. We'll go back seven years. <laughs> I wear the same vest and, and the same somewhat theme of the, the gear. I thought that was pretty dope. Right. Um, and then Finn with the number seven on his shoulder, which people... There are people that actually thought that was a tattoo. And I'm like... Fucking idiots. Idiots. Uh, well, my, my wife thought it was a kind of a tattoo. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not a tattoo because that would just nah, be awkward. And he had it crossed out. Yeah, and then it started wiping off and it like went from seven to... Sev or 
Eve or whatever, I'm like, yeah, that shit's wearing off. But um, no, no, no regrets. I like, I like, I like, <laughs> I like that my man came out in some custom Jody ones. I fucked with those. I really don't like white sneakers, but them shits was tough. Yeah, everybody was like, "What is Finn Balor wearing?" I'm like, "Man, he's wearing he's wearing joggers and fucking Jordan ones." What the fuck you mean? What is he wearing? Oh yeah, like, what do you do? What do you mean? He they get Judgment Day gets custom Jordan ones all the time, and he he wears he wears a bunch of different Jordan ones. Yeah, I'm like, you guys gotta get into culture, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, my man. Ever yeah, my man Finn got the drip now. Ever since he joined Judgment Day, and I was telling Drew in the in the, in the chat uh, yesterday, Arj, I was like. I actually like Finn Bella fighting as a heel. He fights way more angry, way more. I hate like more like yeah, I very hate people like like, like those, those stomps. His stomps are the fucking stomps. All, all the different all the different variations of the armbar. It was fantastic, man. I, yeah, he was put on the Matt Classic last night, bro. Like, he was. Um, he's he man. Yeah, he's killing it, bro. That's why people want him to be a babyface again. I'm like, mm, no, no dog, nah. Nah, yeah, his moveset. I'll fuck with his moveset as a heel. He fights with way more tenacity, way more, uh, he, way more aggression. It and looks better. People, and, and Drew, that's what, and, and you can attest to this because you've been a long time uh, uh, listener of the soup. Mm-hmm. But the soup guys, and even I was questioning this, and a couple of other people too. Why doesn't Finn Balor wrestle more aggressive when he's the demon? Uh-huh. And I'm like, is he incapable of wrestling aggressive? But no, as a heel, he's definitely shown us otherwise. Yeah, I think yeah. I think as a demon, he gotta do more crazy shit too, and like be more scary at the same time. Like, like I know we see it a lot, but yo, as a demon, you should be choking these dudes out and screaming in their face as you choke them out. Like, you should be right. You should be. You should be going into the ropes, tangling up their neck with the rope, and like you should be you. Yeah. You're the demon. Like, yeah, yeah, some, it's, yeah. It's like when he's Finn, like, he should be Bruce Wayne. When he's the demon, he's Batman. Yes, yeah. and he's Perfect. much more like unhinged, nice. and he's more aggressive. You know, like the whole thing sh- should have hit just him being like, you know, you don't want that other side of me. Like I don't even Word. want that other side of me. And then once he becomes the Word. demon, he just becomes unhinged and. Just starts beating the shit out of people and choking them, and like you know the ref, like when the ref's about to count five, like he turns around and just like goes and gets up in his face. Yeah, gets up in his face, like turning his head, like he do. Like what you gonna do? Like and then the refs gotta play it off. Like all right, like they put their hands up. Like yeah, they should do that. I I thought that Finn showed shades shades of that at WrestleMania before Edge. Like even the way he came down as the demon, Mm. like he looked more. uh, it looked more aggressive and more angry. And, and I bad. don't think so. Do you remember that? You don't think so? No, nah, I... He, d- was, d- he, I get... was, he was more hinged. What are you talking about? I... I, I d- spot where... Go ahead. I'm you sorry. Remember, it was a bunch of spots in that match where he was more aggressive. Not not to the unteeth level that he needs to be, but... He's getting there. Somebody's getting into his head. I mean, he was, I mean, he was doing a lot of the interpretive dance demon shit. But, I don't know, just... Well, Again, of course, just that's, of course, that's, a part, that's a part of the act. That's never going anywhere. <laughs> sorry, sorry, it's not going anywhere. I'm talking about what he was doing in the ring. I, I also think... He, way, go ahead. The way he was selling and reacting to Edge hitting him with those kendo sticks. Like, he was like, fuck, that shit hurts. I'm going to kill you, motherfucker, when I get free. <laughs> that's right. exactly what he did. He popped out of that joint. And I'm like, yo, this is what I need from Finn, but I need this 
and he did throughout the match a whole lot more. So apparently he's getting the message. We just need, you know, more of, we need more of the demon first and foremost. I think he needs to bring that back for like special matches again. Not saying every week, but you know, for special matches, he needs to and show that side again, but. Like bring, a, like bring a different version of the demon. Like no more of this, you know, interpretive dancing, uh, uh, That's a part of the gig. Uh, Jar, Jar, Jar Jar Binks, whatever the fuck he is supposed to be, demon. Like I need, <laughs> like he like he needs a different interpretation. Like they have fucking Tom Savini, who's a horror legend, doing you know Bray Wyatt's mask. Like bring him in to do something for Finn, to make him look you know scary and creepy. As the demon, a, I think, that's I think a the deal for Bray though. I think Bray's got like a personal hookup with him, though. I mean, they should do it for Finn. <laughs> like, why the fuck I mean, not? They I mean, they should. They should. Something I think Finn. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. Something a little bit more sinister there. Right. I think best. I think Finn's best interpretation of like the paint and shit was when I don't know if he, I think he was in NXT. He might have been in UK when he um he had the chainsaw and he had the the top oh, hat and the coat. Bro, yeah, that Jack shit was hard. That shit was hard, and the, the and the paint was simple. It was all black, and he had the hat, he had the chainsaw. That shit was hard, bro. Do some shit like that. Be menacing. Like you could be the demon, but like I know you can't. I know there's copyright issues there, so you can't copy actual villains like you did in the Indies or in New Japan. But Which, you can still be the demon and do something that, that we so have not awesome. seen. Like every every time you do the demon. It's just the same tongue on the chest, and then the back, the back's always different. Do something completely different, completely out of the realm. Which, like at, at WrestleMania, all he really did was just add some purple into it, and I was like, "Bro, really? That's which, it?" Which I know copyrights, but it's like I know Vince is like a bitch about when it comes to copyrights, but it's like, dude, it, work with Marvel, work with DC, somebody, and get these fucking copyrights so you can do this. Because, like, yeah. you're telling me that wouldn't be fucking cool if he came out as Venom. Or as like Carnage, or as Bane, or oh. as Hannibal Lecter. Like, come on. Yeah. Or he come out as Darth Maul with the same exact Darth Maul face paint and the jet, the black Jedi cloak. Like, oh. It's like when Ray used to do it. Like Ray, you know, used to come out with like Spider Man get up or Spider Man mm-hmm. mask or Captain Ray America or the Flesh. I don't think he does he it did as the much. Captain no. America shit one time he, at Mania. Oh, at Mania, Kobe? I'm sorry. Mania, I, well, at Mania, that was more for Muda, I think. But, like, I think one year he was, like, Mysterio. And then another no, year... No, remember, remember, remember when he fought Cody Rhodes? He he was Captain America. Yeah, that he was does, uh, he, he, 2011. He does it for, like, he does it for like SummerSlam and, and WrestleMania, mostly. When Ray comes yeah. out, wearing the cosplay. Yeah. Like, he did Avatar like, one he year. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I mean, he could do something like that. But I think he got to put his own spin on it, though. Yes. Put yes. his own spin on it, not have to be a, a carbon copy. Right, because, yes. like, Austin Theory, you know, will do, like, Marvel or comic book, you know, tights, and uh, Ricochet, yeah. I think, had Transformer-like tights. Yeah, Transformers yeah. last night, yeah. Yep. But, um... I yeah, the Red Ranger for Money in the Bank. Yeah, but, yeah, do that. Do that. Have your own... Have your own twist and take. You can do the colors. Do, do your own logo in the place of, uh... Uh, whatever logo of the person you're cosplaying, and I think you should you, that that should be enough to get by because guys do it all the time. I was I was just genuinely sad, you guys. Um, yesterday, but that match, there was, shit, uh, there was some chicanery, bro. Like it's not like he ate a clean, clean loss. 
No, 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 I know, I know. I'm just, hey, hey, I'm just telling you how I feel. I'm telling you how I feel. I was a little sad, bro. You know how much I love Finn. You, bro, Brophy, especially. Like when y'all first met me, that was Finn Balor was my dude. Big Bob, Big Bob was in that weird, um, Lana bullshit, and I was not feeding into it. <laughs> I was not feeding into that. And Finn Balor was for my dude. Yeah, right, and um. I don't know, bro. As one of his big fans, I don't know if I'll ever see him with the big gold. I thought yesterday would have been nice, and then it could always go each week on Raw. Yeah, Why I'm the champ. Huh? Why do people keep on saying that? Saying what? If it doesn't happen now. It's never going to happen. Uh, he ain't going nowhere. Where's he going? Where's he going? Oh, yeah. Who, who else is that going to push on Raw? There's going to be drama. People got to chill. See? Chill. Chill. It's not like, oh, what, he's gonna get hit by a bus tomorrow. Like, no, God forbid that don't happen. Damn, like, it ain't, over. <laughs> it ain't over until he retires. He's uh, something tells me he got a whole lot left in the tank. Number one and number two, Finn Balor's gonna get his due somehow, some way, someday. He's gonna get his due. But they're telling the story of Judgment Day right now, and like, I'm cool with that because that's what's gonna happen next. What's gonna happen bro. next, bro? Tell me, tell me. Who's who's laugh at me. He just just dead stared. Uh, fucking Finn, and he just shook his head. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Bro, he looked like my he looked like my pops when I got in trouble at school and I came home and my pops already knew. He just stared at me and shook his head like, "You dumb fuck." <laughs> bro, I took and put that on Twitter. I'm like, yo, when, when Logan whispers such shit in my ear. Because Logan be getting me mad tight, be whispering mad suspect <laughs> shit in my ear, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Uh, no, no. And then, of course, and oh, of course, bro. haters of Logan Paul assume I was talking about Logan Paul. By the way, people, oh, whatever. Ro- Logan Paul's wrestling in the ring, bro. I'm not. I'm not talking about this man. I said I, I don't hate Logan Paul like yeah, I hate this man. <laughs> Yo, bro, <laughs> you, you just reminded me. You just remind me of a video I saw. <laughs> It was 50 Cent, Eminem. 50 Cent is like, yo, bro, you want to hear what Eminem just texted me? They were like, yeah. Eminem, he was like, this is what Eminem texted me. He said, yo, you going to send out that private jet so I can land on that dick? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, yo. Yo, 50 Cent, 50 Cent texted me like, what the fuck you talking about, bro? <laughs> Yeah. Imagine, imagine I texted that shit. Yo, when you're going to send me that private jet so I can land on that dick? What? Hey, what? I'm gonna see that picture. I'm like, you didn't see that. Yo, bro. You didn't see that. Senor. Senor. Senor Priest. When you gonna send me that. <laughs> nah, nah, I can't even say that. <laughs> when you gonna send me that private jet so you can swing some swords. <laughs> oh, man. Damien Damien Priest gonna look like. Really? <laughs> My man with that silk press hair last night. She yo, yo. yo. Scary. He's scary, but at the same time, he's so pretty. <laughs> I know, right? He's so scary, but he's so pretty, bro. I'm like, yo, David, you got chill. David Priest is the most uh, uh, toughest metrosexual man I've ever met in my whole entire life. Yo, yo, I second that, bro. He's so scary, but at the same time, I was like, yo, bro, but. You actually look good, bro. Pause. Like, what's going on here? I don't know what. I don't know if I should hate you. We'd be best friends. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. One thing I know, 
No touching donuts and no goddamn sword fighting. Oh yeah, bro. No, no, no. Oh, Damien, you want to go to the club? All right, bro. I'm going to be in my own hotel room by myself. Okay? <laughs> Don't come to my room. You can bring the men, women, uh, both in your room. Okay? I'll see you tomorrow. It's senior money in the bank. For real. But yeah, man, that his face was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was at him. funny as fuck last night. And you know what? I don't want to hit... Corey Graves was right. It's not Damian Priest's fault. Because when he tried to give him the briefcase the first time around, Finn Balor was acting like he was about to cash in. And once Seth was about to punch Finn Balor from behind, he pushed him out the way. He clearly... I saw the replay. He clearly pushed him out the way to get punched. Damian Priest tried to help him. If Finn Balor want to act up, mm, I don't know, man. To be honest with you, I know we like to say Priest might get kicked out. What if Finn Balor gets kicked out? If he gets kicked out, he's going to be a baby face. That's the problem. That is... The, yeah, you're right. You know what? No, my fault. You're right. That is the problem. Unless, that is. unless they do a bit where fucking JD McDonough starts getting in his ear and they gradually build something there. Because mm. he, he immediately mm. tweeted out that Finn deserves better after the match. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think WWE retweeted it too. So, like... There's something there. Brewing. And yeah. for JD's sake, hopefully. Because, damn... It brought him up that last great match he had and then kicked Dolph Ziggler's ass for anything special, but ah, this man been left over off a TV after teasing something. So I don't know, maybe they do something there. But face, <laughs> bro. Face is priceless. <laughs> sick. Was... Yo, that yo he's so sick, bro. <laughs> Bro, he looks so <laughs> mad. Uh, he's like, ah, oh, Dios mio. Yes, yes, yes. Bro, Damian Priest looks like yes, fucking uh, that guy with yes. the name from uh, that dude from fucking uh, um, I'm drawing a blank from the Black Eyed Peas, the guy with the long hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he looks like that guy with the fucking long Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> I can't think of his name right now, but he played Vega in that horrible Street Fighter movie. Yeah. Oh my god. That's uh, funny. But let's crack me up, bro. Yeah, mo- crack me up. That's let's, funny. Let's move on because we have a few more matches to go. Uh, yeah, tri- yeah, yeah. Triple threat for the WWE Women's Championship: Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Charlotte Flair. Ah, uh, man, the crowd is just not. The crowd wasn't feeling it. Um, not that the match was, a mat- the match wasn't particularly bad, it was just like, it just felt like everybody was kind of going through the motions, because, mm-hmm. you know, Bianca is just, you know, lo- she's lost so much steam in the past few months, Asuka is just, again, I hate to say it, just, she's kind of yesterday's news, she's not, she's not as good as, I mean, she's good, but she's, I think she gets overhyped, and this kind of, yeah exposed her maybe a little bit and then charlotte charlotte you're either gonna love her or you're gonna hate her so boy does she boy does she look like she's 50 it's scary and she needs to stop doing fucking moonsaults because she lands like the point of a moonsault is to cover either one person or multiple people she when she does a fucking moonsault she lands on her fucking feet so she needs to stop doing moonsaults bad every time do your do the twisting, uh, I said the twisting, the twisting moonsault. Do that, tw- the twisting joint. 
That looks better That's, when she does that. It does look better. She, you know what her problem is with the moon start? Moon, moon start. She's too, moon fucking tall. She's too fucking tall and lanky for it. Yeah, bro. Her feet, her feet hit the floor before anything. It just looks bad. And then, That's, especially when she does it onto smaller women, it looks even worse. Yeah, it just, it'd be like yeah. if it'd be like if in the it'd be like if Victor Wembyama tries to do a fucking windmill. It's like you're seven foot five. You can just literally just like jump on one foot Oop. and dunk. Yep, like Hell, he, ain't even, he ain't even got a dunk. I mean, he jumped. All you gotta do is just reach up, boom. Just, the- yeah. just like gradually, you know, power walk to the rim and just go boop, like. Boop. You know, Charlotte just... Uh, but yeah, this match just, again, wasn't terrible, but just was like... You know, I've I've seen these women have these matches multiple times before. And just triple threat matches I just don't like. Like I, I, don't, I'm, like triple, I don't like triple threats in general anyway. Never been a fan of multi-man or multi-women matches unless it's like a... You know, Elimination Chamber or obviously like a Battle Royal, but... Or Gauntlet, whatever. But, you know, Survivor Series match, but... Yeah, this match was just wasn't wasn't feeling it. I was really tuning out, and I was surprised on how long it was. It was twenty minutes and forty five seconds. Probably should have been oh, like. You guys, well, well, oh, so you guys don't blame you guys don't blame me for falling asleep, then, do you? I don't. <laughs> I, I, no, no, not really. I was uh, okay. I was I was on my first beer, so I was still I was still trying to nurse that. But um, it was actually a screwdriver. It was fucking good. But um, mm. yeah, this. Uh, yeah, nothing special with this match. Really shouldn't have been this long. You know, the story... Well, actually, the first story coming out being that Bianca looked like she got hurt. Which, I'm like, wow, she's... that That's not acting. She's really hurt. And then, oh, I guess yeah. she's really not hurt. And, you know, again, AW booking of, hey, I have a hurt knee. I'm going to do a moonsault off the top rope. And it's like... uh, Or not a moonsault, but whatever... 360, 450 splash. He does. I'm like, okay, because that's then, logic. She got to show everybody that she's still an EST on a bum wheel. Yeah. Which, as soon as I saw that, I went, oh, EO's coming out. And then, yes, lo and behold, yeah. I thought that instantly. EO comes out, gets a big applause. Uh, she gets the win. Now, EO is your new women's champion or WWE no, women's champion. Different. To which. It was kind of cute because she kind of had this look on her face like, oh, everybody, you know, all this attention's for me. Like, she looked like she was, you know, genuinely happy. They like really, really like me. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we love you. It's just that, you know, damage control was not... I like the concept concept of damage control, but to me, in my opinion, it wasn't booked well. It wasn't booked well. Uh, But it it was cool that they they had that moment. It was cool that they had that moment a year later and everything like that. So I, I thought that was really, really nice. And uh, what fuck last year? That was when Damage Control formed. Exactly. So at, a year at, later, at SummerSlam. <laughs> and and it, they even said it at the press conference. Dakota Kai said that even they, just a year later, they they all came out and confronted Bianca last year. And a year right. later, Io beats Bianca for the title. You know that's that's pretty cool, and look, that's another player in the mix right there. Mm-hmm. And that's somebody fresh. And I think what it is to us, I think there's, I think there's just too much of Bianca and Charlotte and and Oscar to a little bit of a lesser degree. And it's like, okay, we're we're tired of these three. Yeah, they're overexposed for sure. They're overexposed. 
And I don't care how many vacations Charlotte takes in order to switch to one of her a thousand faces. You're always in a title picture. You're you're always doing this, that, and the other, and it's and it's not good. It's not helping anybody. You're not helping oh, anybody. He like at least Bailey, I give Bailey faces. credit. Bailey and Becky have, and and we talked about this, Monty. They have taken a back seat to allow other women to progress and grow as champions and and have their chance. That's why I hate when people go, "Well, this person ain't gonna be able to draw as champion." But how did you know if you don't try? You got to yes. give him a chance to see who can draw. And look, they give Eo a shot. Now let's see what Eo can do as champion. Right. Let's see what Eo can do as champion. And what's the harm in having the belt for like three or four, five months? Right. I would say three tops, just to see as yeah. a, as a trial, as a trial, yeah. three months tops to see what she can do as champion. She bombs, which I mean I don't know how she could. Yeah, I don't Bailey, see how. Haven't, haven't Bailey do talking for you? Do the talking for you? Okay, how can I be bad? Yeah, that's why. I, in a way, I'm kind of glad they didn't break up damage control because the eels English still not there. Even though I, it's getting better, she was talking. She was talking some full sentences in English yesterday. Um, you know, it was still choppy, but she was she was talking full sentences in English yesterday. So, um. Like she's she's trying, like she's she's making the effort to learn the English, but um, I'm, I'm so glad that they still have Bailey rocking order too, because I thought for a second there Bailey was gonna fuck her over, bro. I'm like, oh my god, don't do that, please don't do that. But I'm glad they didn't do it, and look, that could be interesting moving forward. So I don't know, I I, I think that now you have something, and what Bianca does next should be interesting. What Oscar does next should be interesting. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte, well, Charlotte probably gonna go on another break. So, yep, probably. Especially since rumors are out that her and her and Andrade are getting a divorce. Doubt it. What? Yeah, they unfollowed each other on uh, social media. Ric Flair unfollowed Andrade. That was well, quick. Andrade was using uh, uh, Flair's uh, figure four, and noticed the last couple of matches he hadn't been <laughs> using it so. Yep. Wow. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> that was sick. Sucks for them. That was and, quick. And Drew, 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 you say you doubt it? Charlotta Flair have been married like six times already. She really yeah, she, to be like her dad. She is. Oh, well, then never mind. <laughs> 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 I didn't. I mean, I knew she was married to, what is it, Bram? Or whatever the fuck his yeah, name she, is? Ah, but she was married a bunch of times before that. And I'm like, God. Yeah, she, yeah, she, uh, yeah, she wants to... Get as much dick as possible, but um, hey, 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 I'm not judging. But uh, Monty, what'd you think about the match and everything else that transpired afterwards? I mean, for what I watched, um, it was I, it was her, it was nothing too crazy. Um, I personally just, um, hey, I I think the best thing about it was we got a brand new, fresh, fresh champ. Like that's the best thing I could say. Like. Because to be honest with you, if Bianca won the belt and stood champion, I would not be as calm as I am right now. Like, <laughs> I would not. Um, <laughs> I need her to change it up. I need to change it up fast because um, I'm just getting tired. I'm just getting bored of it. Like, I'm just getting bored. Like, we're not we're not those fans that only really fuck with matches for the sake of it being a good match. We don't. We don't. We, we, that's a part of it. But we need. Like, we want them to be a well-rounded, all-around superstar. And 
I'm sorry to say it, but like the promos have been boring. They've been stale. It's the same shit. I, I could literally close my eyes and close my ears and know exactly what she's going to say, how she's going to say it. And um, there's just nothing's new. Nothing's different. Um, I know she probably, she probably won't turn heel because of like what she stands for. But maybe turning heel makes sense. I mean, Montez just turned heel. I can't believe that was a heel turn. I, it didn't look like a heel turn. I just thought that they were just badass fucking people up in suits. And then Big Bob coming out like a proud daddy. Like RJ said, a proud daddy that his son just won the state championship, high school basketball championship. <laughs> like just smiling and the crowd chanting. That's my boy. <laughs> like, I mean... If if they want to go that route, it makes sense. He could be the he could be the main you know the main woman for that new group. That would be cool. But yeah, I mean, and I think there might be a little bit of smoke to that fire because they have been playing up on commentary that Bianca's tired of uh, people always trying to do her wrong in matches, and now she's gonna start fighting fire with fire. Mm-hmm. So they've been they've been saying that on commentary. So and they they brought it up a bunch of times last night. So. Yeah, because they even when they came out, they were like, you know, we know Oscar's willing to to go through the depths to win a matches, and Charlotte Flair ain't above the law. And so, what is Bianca gonna do? So I look, they might be planting the seeds for that. I would like it, and honestly, with her as a heel, the promos can come off a lot more authentic, and she can now now will sound like she's a cocky person, a cocky conceited yeah. heel, because that's yeah. her. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how it fits. It fits her more with the cocky, conceited, the way her promise. It would fit more as a bad person. She was a bad guy in fucking NXT, and it made sense. So, like, if they're doing that with her husband, and I ain't gonna lie, I'm loving that. I'm loving that Dawkins is out them fucking shorts. So glad. Yeah, my man got a haircut. He's not looking dusty. You saw that, Monty? You got the you got the Shannon Sharp haircut. He with the, with the part, right? You did. Yeah, the fucking. Yeah, I saw it. Oh, man, got the nineteen seventies part, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> that part, I'm like, yo, RJ, you nuggets. Oh my god, what if he starts well, talking like Shannon? What if he starts talking like Shannon Sharp? That'd be fucking part. funny. What happened, Drew? I'll say, what if he's talking like Shannon Sharp moving forward? I'm going to die laughing. <laughs> oh, me too. Oh, gonna, me too. And I'm gonna tweet. I'm, I'm gonna say Drew Yari said it, and he said it in audio form. <laughs> you know, Tiz, uh, we gotta do whatever it takes to win the match. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, 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 Tiz, we gotta go out there and get and make sure these boys catch his fade. <laughs> right, but I mean, let me like uh, let's be real though. It's, but the show the business is like, so fresh. Like, like I don't know, Montez Ford uh, is a great man. baby face, but him as a bad guy, uh, that shit talking on the mic. Oh my! Hey, Big Bob, don't, Big Bob, don't ever gotta speak again. No, he doesn't. The street prophets were heels before. They were live shows and, li- and live shows before they ever like touched TV. Weren't they in NXT too, though, bro? No, they were always baby faces like on NXT TV, but out live shows. But when they was first getting the gimmick started, yeah, they were heels. Montez Ford is—that's how I knew the dude had it. I knew he had it at an early stage. 
Like this fucking dude was so charismatic and so cocky as a heel. Like it was so great. And I'm like, this guy's great. <laughs> this fucking guy's great. Yeah. And I was telling anybody who would listen, I'm like, this Montez Ford guy is going to be something special. And people are like, yeah. he hasn't on TV yet. And I'm like, just wait, just wait. And when he and and ever since then, all everybody talks about is how good Montez Ford is and how good of a breakout star he can be and how he's he's one of the few guys that they can see being an African American champion. That they can take seriously. Yep, I agree. And honestly, this pairing with Big Bob is perfect. Who who else to go? Who else to fucking try to talk to than the literally the fucking baddest machine in the fuck on on fucking SmackDown? Like as far as I'm like, concerned, just imagine, just, just imagine never, right? Uh-huh. Just imagine like WrestleMania in Philly, right? Roman loses, right? He shows up on SmackDown. Still trying to talk his shit, right? Whatever, whatever. Then all you hear is Bobby Lashley's music come out, and then him and the prophets all come out surrounding him. And then Bobby Lashley just beats the shit out of Roman. Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, you ain't the big dog no more. You lost everything now. Now it's our time. This is the you're new, new, this is new faction that runs SmackDown now. <laughs> you're Monty, you're new to dog. Yeah, right? <laughs> you ain't no big dog no more. Get out of here. No, yeah, say it in his voice. Say it in his voice. What you doing? Get out of here. You ain't, you ain't no big dog no more. <laughs> big Bob's house now, bitch. That's a perfect way. Perfect. You're fitting to like, piss I can me off. That's happening. Like, Roman, you ain't it no more. Go, go take a permanent vacation. Big Bob and the Almighty Prophets. Got it. Feel me? Oh, Almighty Prophets. Hey. All, Almighty ah. Prophets. Yes, sir. And then you have Bianca with the mix. I can get behind that. I can get behind her being bad. Yeah, like, like I would not mind it. Like, like you guys said, Charlotte, go take another vacation, man. Go, go marry somebody else if that's what you're going to. Like, <laughs> and Oscar, who says Oscar ain't going to team up with Kyrie Sane again? I heard she just got she just yeah um, she the deal. Uh, she just got signed back and she's coming back reportedly. Yeah. So who's to say they ain't going to pick that back up? And Oscar with Kyrie, that's another legitimate tag team that they need. Like, don't get me wrong. I fucked with Chelsea and Sonya. But, um... Uh, they, need some, they need some stars in that division. Yes, what and on top of What they need to do, Monty, they need to have those stars spread that wealth without the, throughout the division so they can help this shit get better. Yeah, because... And say if... I don't care what anybody says. I know people going bitch, guys. I know they'll bitch. But what I'm about to say... Who's to say Oscar and Kyrie Sane come tag team? They try to take the belts off Chelsea and Sonya, but Sonya beats them multiple times. People bitch, but guess what? Now you gotta take Chelsea and Sonya serious. They just beat Oscar and Kyrie Sane. Like you gotta yeah. take them serious now. Then you gotta add more tag teams to it to try to. Make, you gotta make make the belts feel something. Like you gotta make them important. They they're not just fucking a prop. Make them feel something. Like they yeah, won the true. belt. Mm-hmm. They won the belts, bro. And what did we say? We got tight. Why? Because they lost to a makeshift tag team. Why would you do that? They just they were just. They didn't even ask for a title match either. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. Like, come on. Why would y'all do that? Makes no sense. Like, they just won the belts. That's why I give Shawn Michaels all the credit in the world. Shawn Michaels is cooking up tag teams like a motherfucker for the men and the women. And yeah, he is. NXT level up is slept on. He took a debut. These two Jack Black guys. I forgot what, one's guy was Tyreek, and the other guy's name was Tyson. Oh my god, bro! I think you might like those guys. They were rough. 
<laughs> All right. Beating the shit out of Malik Blade, he just nothing. So yeah, no, like Sean gets it. Sean gets right. it. He's trying to make these tag teams. Sure, these people aren't well known, but he's trying to get tag teams together. Triple H, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? All right, main events. Main event. Yeah. Uh, WWE Universal Championship. Oh, undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Uh, tribal combat. And the recognition of Tribal Chief of the Anoa'i family. Roman Reigns, the champion with Paul Heyman versus Jey Uso. This was 36 minutes and 5 seconds, and that's just Roman's mm. entrance. Um, so I was about to say, 20, 20 minutes of that could have been avoided. So, RJ, before you got in, I was telling... Uh, um, why am I blanking on his name? Because he's here. Monty. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. Lord. I forgot Monty's Lord. name. Fuck. Um, Monty. I was wow. telling Monty. I'm sorry, Monty. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I forget. Uh, I'm sorry. sorry. Baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. That was on. <laughs> that was on me, baby. Right, you know what? That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> that voice puts me in such a good mood, bro. I, I made an error. I made an error in judgment, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You did, bro. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, no, go ahead, bro. All right, so let's tell Monty before you got in that Roman's matches are the equivalent of watching an episode of Dragon Ball Z, where it's just Roman coming in and just standing there for thirty minutes. Like he just saw, makes you saw, good. You saw what I you saw what I wrote on Twitter yesterday. Yep, I know because you liked it. Yep, you liked it, and 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 you. You and I were kind of feeling the same way, in a sense where it's just like Roman's matches are so fucking formulaic at this point. Like, I don't mind the stuff you do out the match, but just getting there is—it's annoying, bro. Your, yeah. your entrance is like fifteen fucking minutes long, and then you spend ten minutes milking the fucking crowd, bro. And then I don't know, bro. It, it, yeah, no, you're right. I don't know you right. And you know what? I'm glad he ain't gonna be on the next two pay per views. Good. Have you know? Am I the only one that's kind of noticed this? That Roman only has one gear. Like he doesn't. Uh, yeah. He, he like doesn't. Sh- like, well, no, I'm talking about like, like as far as like in the ring. Like he only like you know how like with most people like with like even with like a Seth, we'll be like, all right, they're about to shift into second gear. Whereas Roman, it's like he never really shifts into another gear. He just does like one gear. Yeah. He just does. He does the same thing in each match. Like. You would think a match against his fucking cousin, he would try to do more and like work a different style match. But no, it's it's the same Roman match. It's the same Roman match of fifteen minute entrance and then like five minutes of milking the crowd and doing punches and looking badass and talking a lot and just a really overbooked, melodramatic, underwhelming ending. That doesn't make it. What me? At least the past endings have made sense. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, if it's all the same to you, I'm going to jump to the ending. So, yeah, my, go ahead. Go ahead. Jimmy comes out and costs Jay the match, to which I yelled out loud, "What the fuck?" And not like, we all, we all and not, that. and not like, "What the fuck?" Like, what is this? Like, it was more just like, "What the fuck?" Like that's. I mean, isn't the whole point of this thing with Roman and Jay and Jimmy is because Jimmy started it? Because Jimmy 
was trying to protect his brother, but now Jimmy is mad at his brother, and I, I, I don't fucking get it. Like, and, unless they want to, unless the next episode comes out that it has nothing to do with the bloodline, it's just between Jimmy and Jay, because they're out of the bloodline. But it, it's, it's still fucking stupid. Like, it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It felt like a shock ending for a shock ending, but you know what though? And even my brother was saying this yesterday. And my brother's only 18, 19 years old. Uh-huh. But he was like, he said, when you kind of think about it, they've been planting the seeds slowly but surely of Jimmy doubting if Jay can be could be that guy. Mm. He first came back. Mm. He wanted to immediately be a tag team again. When even with the segment when uh, Jimmy or before Jay kicked uh, Roman in the face. You've been doubting me all this time. You've been doing all this. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. And then, of course, Jay's more popular than Jimmy. So I'm like, okay. if they tell me that Jimmy's jealous of Jay's success, I could buy that. Yeah. At the same time, Jay could turn around and throw, hey, oos. Your ass be getting injured. Your ass be getting DUIs. Your ass be doing this and that and the other and getting in trouble. What you think I'm supposed to do? Yeah. My brother got to thrive too. It's yeah. like you couldn't save your wife from getting. You couldn't save your wife's job. Mm. So mm. I mean, now, now she getting paid with food coupons. Oops. We used to eat steak and lobster. Now we can't afford in and out. Oops. <laughs> now we gotta eat, now we, gotta eat fucking, we gotta eat imitation crab now. Oh god! <laughs> oh, What's going on, man? I literally, I wanted, to, I was fighting Roman for you, Oos, for you. I got kids to feed too. My kids don't even think I could beat him, Oos. Like what? Yeah. And now I got my own blood, Oos. Talk about it. I was feeling what you was feeling, but my brother. Like I said, for a 19-year-old kid, broke it down, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. You're making sense. And shout out to Todd, by the way. Yeah, shout out to Todd. Shout out to Todd, by the way. Shout out to Todd. My my little bro, Todd Cash Money. But yeah, that's right. He, I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. And then I looked at him. I told him, I said, I I never do that shit to you, man. (laughs) Right? Right? I yo bro, what? Yo, I ain't never doing that to my brother. You what? You want me to get my ass beat, Brock Lesnar style, doing that shit to my brother? You tripping? <laughs> but um, but yeah, but when we, as we were talking about it a little bit more, and I'm like, okay, I told him, I said if they go down this route of telling the story that Jimmy is jealous of Jay, I can buy this. I can buy this. I'll take it. However. The timing just seems so wrong because Jimmy was the one that instigated this the whole thing. Yeah. Unless if you tell me this too. If you tell me this too, I can buy this as well. He wanted to be the one to beat Roman Reigns and not his mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. He wants to be tri- enough of this whole Jay Uso tribal team. Ooh, you my younger brother. I'm above you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you do that, but then Solo Sokola, like he wasn't happy about that shit either. So that I mean as random as fuck as that ending came and I was like why uh, like even I, I was like why what the fuck? what what come on dog cuz even I said it the other day when I said it the other day Monty 
there's no way in the world they're gonna bring back the Uso to fuck up the other Uso, right? They can't do that. They can't Boom. do that. And then sure enough, they did, and I'm like, what the fuck? But then, like I said, Ty convinced me that if they tell the jealousy story, that okay, you got something there. You got some meat yeah. on the bone that I can believe. Because I can believe that Jimmy was sitting at home getting injured for the umpteenth time, seeing his brother on TV being successful. And this, oh, that, and the oh. other, and being main event Uso, fighting in all these main events against Daniel Bryan and Edge and all these other guys. He's sitting at home with a bum lead. Which also explained why he came out of Hell in the Cell and he had to throw in the memory, threw in the towel. Yep. To save Jay, or to save Jimmy. Yep. For sticking yep. his nose in his business. Yep. That can, that can explain a whole lot. And Paul Heyman yeah. said it yesterday. Paul Heyman said, look, people talk about stretching it and this, that, and the other, but there's still a lot to unlock within each guy, with each player in right. this game. There's still some stuff to tell. And I guess this is what he meant. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, right. yeah, I mean, if you break it down that way, I guess it makes sense. But it's just like, again, like you said, it's the timing because the timing, yeah. it kind of makes it kind of makes Jimmy look stupid. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, if on if on Friday, if you can come out and, and like have it have nothing to do with the bloodline, then that's fine. You know, what I mean, if, if if Jimmy goes back to Roman, it's not going to it's gonna, again, it's going to make him look fucking stupid. And it's just it's going to be I, I dumb. They, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to do that. You know I mean, like, like, like he, he just jetted out of there. He just like, jetted out of there. It's not, it's not like he, you know, got down on one knee and gave the fucking lady to fucking Roman Reigns. That right. would have been fucking stupid as a motherfucker because you started this shit. The only way I would have bought that is he would have turned around and super kicked him too. Yeah, like, yeah. I think this shit here's mine. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna definitely go one v one, just them too. I think it's gonna be a fatal foley, like Kevin Castle said down the line. Like, oh, uh, was, like, like, like Jimmy. Go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. I think we could do Jimmy and Jay at Payback because that makes sense because that that falls in line with the theme of that show. Yep. And I think we're gonna do Solo and Roman at either Fastlane or whatever they do after. If they're gonna do Crown Jewel, then they're gonna do Solo and Roman. And then I think at the end of the year, I think at Survivor Series, uh, you know, pay per view that's tied to the NOI family. You know, obviously The Rock has had success in some uh, Survivor Series. Uh, Rikishi had like higher profile matches at Survivor Series. Uh, Roman Reigns made his debut at Survivor Series, so I can see them doing something like that where they have mm-hmm. a fatal four way. Who's the survivor? Who's going to survive this? I can see them doing the four way for the belt and for Tribal Chief, maybe. So, so let me ask but something. Think... Mm-hmm. So, you know, The Rock still needs to be involved in this somehow. So. Rikishi I, needs to be involved in this. His sons are beating each other up. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I think, I think Rikishi yeah, I will get involved, but like, I th- I think with The Rock, it's like the idea that I you know pitched around last year was that you know I thought they were gonna have Roman pull double duty, like have the have you know Roman and The Rock on one night, and then have Roman and Cody on the second night. And I think there's still maybe time to do that. Like you can do Cody and and Roman on like night one and have you know or not Cody and Roman I'm sorry uh, Rock and Roman on night one and just still build up that storyline of like you know you're the tribal chief you, th- you call yourself the head of the table that's cute because I bought the table I own the table and when I was he- and when I was head of the table things were actually intact they're not as toxic as they are now that you're in charge like do like do that you can't keep our family in order 
because you can't get your head out of your own ass. Yeah. Like, like have Roman, or not Roman, but, you know, Rock, you know, get personal. You know, do stuff like that. Yeah. And then just another notch in, you know, Roman's belt. I beat The Rock. I beat our family. I beat our oos. And I already beat you, Cody, so what the fuck are you going to do to me that's any different? And then Cody can be like, well, what's different is that you lost your family like I said you would. Mmm. Mmm. try. That, and, and that's why people were so really mad about Cody losing that mania, but I'm like, Roman has to, and I've been saying it for the long, Roman has to lose it all before he loses those championships. Heyman's yeah. optional. Heyman's optional, but the Usos have to go, and fucking Solo Sokoa has to go before he loses those championships. Yeah. So you can't have Heyman dump him afterwards after he loses the belts. Oh, you don't look like my tribal chief anymore. And fucking yep. just goes to somebody else. Yep. Preferably Damian Priest, but that's just me speaking. Um. Alright, so um, overall grade for Survivor Series, what do you give it, guys? SummerSlam, I'm sorry. SummerSlam, I'm sorry. That Roman Reigns match, bro. And props to Jey Uso, man. He was he was he looked he looked fine. He looked fine last night. Uh, he even had the proud the crowd eating out of the palm of his hands. Like he he gets it, bro. Like that's why and me and my brother was talking about this too yesterday. Once the Usos lost those tag team championships. There was nowhere else for those guys to really go. Because would you gonna have them go back and be tag team champions again? So them going their separate ways or something like that kinda needed to happen. Or they go out they, they pursue other ventures. But something needed to happen besides them getting back together and being tag team champions. Right. So I'm all for Jay doing his own thing and all for Jimmy doing their doing his own thing, but hey. <laughs> that that ended today. I'd be like, what? what? But yeah, Jimmy, I thought Jay did a good job, though. I thought he did a good job. Didn't look out of place. I like Jay Uso a lot, man. I was telling my brother yesterday, too. I like the fact that he's dedicated himself. He got himself in great shape. Whereas Jimmy, Jimmy was getting bigger and bigger. And Ty was like, they wrote him off of TV for a whole month so they could send him to Fat Man Camp. Because <laughs> Jimmy was getting bigger and bigger. And you know what? And that's an, that's something Jay can bring up is like you know I've been working my ass off I'm in the best shape of my life What have you been doing you fat slob? <laughs> been eating Hawaiian hamburgers and shit like <laughs> your wife your wife doing something What are you doing Nothing Just a whole bag of nothing <laughs> Like just do that <laughs> Yeah So I mean Look they like I said Drew they got some meat on the bone bro They got some meat on the bone. Potentially, if if they do everything that uh, I'm gonna give Ty all the credit in the world that Ty brought up, if they bring those points up and 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 play the whole jealousy, brother, I they got something. There. And I like yeah. Cole's line. <laughs> Jimmy Uso just pulled the Cain and Abel situation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> I thought that line was brilliant, but yeah, man. I, I just, props to Jay Uso, bro. Props to him because he he's really he's worked his ass off, got himself in really great shape. Looks like a main eventer to me. Cuts a promo, acts really well. Sky's the limit for him, you know. 
I just hope they don't stretch it out and, and wait too long for him. <laughs> I, to, just, uh, to I saw something funny. Like, what if Roman tries to like coddle up to Jay or Jimmy and be like, "I know you had a new man." Jimmy just goes, "You ain't shit to me." Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you still ain't shit to me. <laughs> yeah. This has nothing to do with you. I don't even care about you. Mm. Get, your, get your hands off me. You still ain't shit to me, Ooze. Yep. <laughs> you a yep. bitch. Yeah, I think I think the. I think the best thing, yeah, I think the best thing going forward is let them have their own feud. Forget Roman. This ain't about Roman. This is about me and you, who's brother to brother. Yeah. They do that. If they do nah, that, it's, and, gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be fucking like, weird. Though. Solo, I like that. I think it it, it 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 would definitely play into payback and yeah, it, it, it works. I think it would work. Yeah, I think it works. I think it works. Like I said, you you sit second down and think about the potential story they could tell. I think it works out fine. I just—it's going to be weird seeing those two fight each other. At least yeah, Matt, that's and Jeff, crazy. Matt and Jeff were their own personas for years. So when they finally had their feud in with 2009, it was like, all right, yeah, whatever. But the Usos—they've been together for mad long, no breaks. Like I said, the Hardys had their breaks and they came back together. And they won championships. Then they went their separate ways again. Then you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. But the Usos yeah. never did that. The Usos been yeah. together. Like I said, aside from you know Jimmy getting hurt, but even when uh, when when Jimmy used to get hurt, especially the first few times he got hurt, but Jay had to sit at home too. Jay had to sit yeah. at home too. They wouldn't use him either until the last time. So. Like that, that's that's something there, man. That's something fresh with that. They just gotta be careful with the story that they tell, man. That's it. Yeah. That's it. They gotta try to make this shit make sense. And, yeah. Uh, if they do that, I'm on board. I can be on board with it. If not, then you know me. I'm a. I, I love a good story. I love a good story above anything else. If you can help me make it make sense, I'm fine. Cool. But if it don't make sense, I'm gonna just tell you straight up. This shit don't make sense. Why are we doing this? Right. That's it. So overall grade. Overall grade, I'll be I'll go first. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm gonna give it a six point five. Alright. Okay. Very it good. was um uh I I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I, t- I, I the reason why I asked Drew that question was because I just, it just didn't give me some slam vibe. I, I just it wasn't feeling one Detroit Detroit is not a good place to, to have. Yeah. And oh one, God. honestly, I think they gotta revert back to the original SummerSlam colors. That's just me, though. The oh, green and blue, green that was like blue, a yeah. main, that was like a mainstay forever. It, I don't know. It, it just, it didn't feel like SummerSlam, bro. It didn't. Um, don't get me wrong. There was mat. There was definitely good matches. You had the IC title. You had the World Heavyweight Title. You had Ricochet and Logan Paul actually. Putting on a really good, concise opening matchup, despite like what, like one or two mishaps that like my man Logan Paul was either selling too quick or he was just overexcited and was just, uh, you know, he almost literally took off Ricochet's head with that uh, springboard lariat over the top onto the outside, literally like took it almost took his hat clean off, like. Yeah. Other than that, though, it was good. LA Knight finally got a win. I'm, I'm finally fucking glad. Like, I was just always tired of him talking so much shit, and then him just losing. I hate, I, I, I hate when they do that to people. It's like, yeah, me too. It's so good on the talk, but he's not walking it. 
I, why are you making him do all this talking? Like, you know? So, but... Walk, walk, walk it like you're talking. Huh? I said, walk it like you're talking. Yeah, he need to. They gotta start making him walk it like he talks. They do. And yesterday, they finally did it. And, um, but other than that... I don't know, man. And uh, I want to address something real quick. Yeah, great. A lot of people I see... They're talking... Uh, they're, they're saying Triple H don't care about the women's division and all this and yada yada, uh, right? Wait, yeah. wait. I'm gonna be real with y'all. From growing up, watching wrestling, when did they ever truly, really, 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 really care about the women's division like that? They, they got a, they got a segment. They got a segment, and if they wouldn't rubbing off on Vince McMahon. Maybe they were lucky to get like five segments throughout a show, but that, right. none, of that shit, none of that shit was in the ring. Right. So, so this whole, when people yeah, say, yeah, people making it, people make it seem like they always had the same attention as the men. They never really did, and that's that's wrong. That's bad. I get it. I understand that is bad. But when people make it seem like it was never like this, that's when it pisses me off. That's when it rubs me the wrong way. Because you're making it seem like it was never like this when it always has always been like this. And that kind of pisses me off. And then on top of it... It's been better, though. They, they, they give the women more time to actually wrestle. Whereas back then, yes. when you and, you and I were coming up... Like, yeah, bro. When, we, it, listen, it, when, it, when me and you were coming up, they had women wrestling bikinis. Straight exactly. up. Exactly. In the late 90s, early 2000s, like, that's, all, that's all we had. And some of those yeah. matches... And then when they tried to get a little bit more serious when they went PG, the matches were boo boo caca, poo poo wee wee, yeah. basu, yeah. oh, etc. Oh, et basu, dumb, <laughs> horrible. Jesus Christ! Just stop wrestling. Just that enough. Just, like it was so bad, I just wanted to go out there and RKO both of them and just walk out and just and just dip. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, but now that they're trying, they're, they're giving attention, and they're trying to give them, whether they're failing or not, they're trying to make them compelling and have them have storylines and shit like that. Becky yeah. Lynch had to hop hoops just to get the match with Trish, and I agree with Zoe. Zoe Stark says something like this: like you can't. What are you, what are you supposed to do? Have it on SummerSlam just to have it on SummerSlam and only for it to have five minutes, right? Or or have it on a Raw in Canada. With Trish's hometown, I mean her home country. I don't think, yeah, I don't think Raw's gonna be for when she's actually from. But in her home country, yeah, she can have twenty minutes. You could give that match twenty minutes on Raw. So yeah, which one would you? I'd rather have that. And Triple H yep. said it last night too in the press conference because they took it. Of course, they asked him about it. And he said, "Would you rather have a twenty-minute match and have the spotlight, or have a five-minute match and share the spotlight?" Yeah, be the. I'll let you sit on that. Yeah, I just, I just, I just hate when people. Um, and I and I, I agree with JD from New York without knowing, like, what are you really talking about? Do you really know what you're talking about? Or are you exactly. just saying no, that's, just, that's just the wave? That's just the wave right now. It's Everybody's the wave. Talking. It's the wave. And you know, people like the, you know, oh, you know, like like each other's tweets and like the whine and complain. But it, yeah. I, look, I even find myself agreeing with JD from New York. Shock. This fucking guy. He said the same thing that I said. Less is more. Less is more. And Triple H said it last night too again. Triple H said, Well, you want to be here for uh for four hours? He said, I think what we what we had is enough. You know? Right. And right. And it was. Right. Now he's right. 
Ain't nobody want to be I'm watching no wrestling until like one o'clock in the morning. Come on, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm not doing that, bro. I'm not I doing that either. I fell asleep last night. Like exactly. So it's like, look, Becky and Trish get to have their match two weeks from now, where they get to have the spotlight on that match. That's gonna be a marquee match for the Canadian audience that gets to go and see that show. Mm-hmm. Rhea and Raquel, they're gonna build this story up heading into payback. That's gonna have some spotlight. You best believe that's gonna have some spotlight on it. Like, what are you guys whining for? Shut the f- shut up. Yeah, bro. I, I was getting max. I'm like, bro, did y'all ever watch wrestling from Jump? Like, y'all must have not watched. When did the no, woman ever? Like, then again, bro? they praised the Divas Division. Remember? Oh like, no, they don't. Yeah, no. Yes. Yeah, trust me. I know, bro. Those know. those classic uh, those those classic Eve Torres and uh, and Alicia, Alicia matches. Fox matches that were for three minutes. Yeah, fucking bum. Fucking cunts. <laughs> but yeah, nah, guys, I give it a six point five only because I just it didn't get me that full SummerSlam vibe I'm used to. And uh, yeah. despite the good title matches, there were several. It just it just if it, it felt it just felt a little flat for me. That's it. Give it a C minus. Yeah, I'd give it a seven, seven point five. Like, all right. I, yeah, the despite the street crowd and crowd sucked. Uh, I mean, the crowd sucked a cock, bro. And they, the, the dude, <laughs> Triple H, would you like to bring WrestleMania back to uh, Detroit? It's been almost uh, what do you say, like 15, 16 years or something like that. It's been a while since we had WrestleMania here in Detroit. I'm like. Oh God! You want WrestleMania to come to Detroit? Oh, holy shit! No, our boy, uh, our boy uh, Julian from Wrestling Court was there. Julian was there. Was Shaheen there too? I could have sworn I seen a guy in the front row like Shaheen. Nah, Shaheen. Shaheen, yo, Shaheen, um, Shaheen doesn't fuck with wrestling anymore. RJ, our boy, our boy Ev was there too. Yeah, yeah, for his birthday. Yeah, yeah. Sexy, sexy brother. So. But um, yes, uh, yes, C minus. You know the Cody Brock match was good, even though it was kind of weird at oh, points. Oh man, uh, the Logan weird. You talk about when he was fucking Brock Lesnar was coming out of his pants. Yeah, Cody beat the pants off of him, literally and metaphorically. Oh, no, RJ, like, I was like, bro. I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, why am I seeing Brock's inner thigh? <laughs> That's what I was saying. And that was like, that was what I was worried. That was what I was worrying about post match. I thought Brock was gonna go up to Cody and be like, all right. Now it's time to rip your pants off. <laughs> yeah, no, I, was, I tweeted out. I was like, thank God the match is over, man. I was afraid I was going to see Brock Lesnar's balls at any minute. Bro, stay stay down, Cody. Stay down. I could have sworn I saw Brock on the cheek. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> he was really going to tell Cody, stay down. Stay down. <laughs> Yo, that shit was funny, son. He was like, Cody... It's only gonna get worse. That shit had me weak. <laughs> that shit had me weak. And then he was about, he was about to say that again. Never mind. Um, but yeah, the Cody. <laughs> that match was good. You, mom. Oh god. How you doing, man? Seth and Finn was Seth and Finn was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, Hold on a second, real quick, uh, Drew. Y'all find it funny that we've seen a whole lot more of Cody's mom in WWE now, and we've never seen Cody's mom in AEW. At least I don't remember. Probably because she didn't want anything to do with AEW. <laughs> <laughs> like I just found Yo. it funny. Now we've seen a whole lot of his mom, and I I don't recall seeing his mom 
his previous WWE run or in AEW like that. Yo, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. Every time I see his bomb, bro, <laughs> yo, she reminds me of Bob Bob. Her short little Spanish ass with the bob cut and the glasses. Words <laughs> 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 to everything, bro. My mom got the same bob haircut. My mom got the same height. <laughs> and she got the glasses, bro. I'm like, yo, this shit is too weird. <laughs> <laughs> OD Spanish. You sign! You sign! <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's so funny, bro. I'm like, yo, that shit is weird, son. And it's crazy. I, I was like, I was 26 years old when I found out my man was half Cuban, bro. Word to everything. I never knew that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I never knew that shit. That's crazy. But, uh, anywho... Uh, that is the show. Uh, we did about close to two hours. Well, I remember, we did two hours. Uh, so you got your money's worth, people. Uh, this yep. is, uh, hopefully, right. hopefully we can do more of these live shows. This is kind of fun, but. Yeah, I like it. I like it like this on Sunday. It's nice. All right. But, um, anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in, uh, this early in the morning with us to talk SummerSlam. Um, I'll catch you guys on Wednesday, same time, same channel. Uh, with Justin, as usual. Um, RJ, do you want to come on on Wednesday? Uh, I gotta see how I'm feeling. Alright, yeah, just let me yeah, know. I'm if feeling, you... gotta see what I'm doing. If I pop up, I pop up, and, you know, we'll go from there. Yeah, just if you're, you're pop in, just, like, tell me you're in, and I'll just, like, buzz you in. But, um, right. yeah, Wednesday, uh, same time, same channel, and then next Saturday will be the Q&A show for this month um i think going forward i think we're only gonna do just one q a show per month uh just so we can get more questions in so uh if you haven't already or if you have uh just send your questions nothing is off limits so but um everywhere else uh boys uh Monty, what about you where can the people find you oh yeah people you already know uh Monty and rj we got the brook of power trip show every friday we talk. We basically wrap up the whole week's worth of wrestling in one show. I actually like the method we got going on. We talk about Raw. We talk about NXT, Dynamite, and what's going on for the upcoming Friday Night SmackDown. And uh, we, you know how we are, man. We keep that shit straight up. If we don't like something, we're going to tell you. If we think something's good and it's advancing, we're going to tell you. We don't like to sugarcoat shit. There's nothing wrong with telling the people how it is. And I appreciate how that's how we do it. And like Drew said, you catch the three of us, the Trifecta Threat, every Sunday morning. We're going to start doing this shit live here. And uh, yeah, um, uh, y'all soon, y'all, y'all, y'all could catch me. I'm not on Twitter uh, actively, but y'all could catch me on there. El, Her- El Hermano Monte. But uh, yeah, that's right. All right. And then RJ, of course, where can they find you? Follow me on Twitter at LowRJ Unlimited with anything and everything that I say has no limits whatsoever. So I want to talk about fucking your mom. I'm going to talk about fucking your mom. That's 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 just it. That's all it's going to be, you know. And uh, long dong, yo baby ma. <laughs> that's right. You damn right. Long dong, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Kurt Angle style. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Sex with your mom, bro. Bro, Just, I watched I watched someone uh, do a play by play of his match with Booker T. <laughs> 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 oh, 
and then they 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 paused it and they said, "You see, Kurt Angle, bring the straps down, get out the ring." And he was going in the back to fuck Booker T's wife. Oh, 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 I think I know you talking. You talking about the Deadlock podcast guys, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I saw that. He, he's working around half naked backstage to go bro, fuck that's Booker cool T's wife. So- Funny, bro. And then you just <laughs> they were like, "Who was pissed?" <laughs> yeah. Yo, that shit is too funny. That shit is uh, funny. Yeah, uh-huh. no, we're gonna do it for Angle style. Those remember, guys are fucking great. I remember they just yeah. into the you stare into the camera and be like, "Most people have their vices. My vices are sluts." Got a bitches. I said, "What? Got a bitches?" That's how you know this shit was in 2005. Booker, I want to have sex with your oh, wife. Oh, bro, OD. <laughs> gutter bitch. Mm. Nobody says that anymore. No, he said gutter slut. Right? <laughs> it was gutter slut. Same thing. Fuck. I don't know. Sluts Fuck and bitch. Slut, sluts and bitches are, are two different things, aren't you? But it's still derogatory at the end of the day. It is. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it doesn't mean you get Whore. You whore. <laughs> Skates, whores, sluts. Whore, like, you slut. Yo, you know, like that, uh, like that black rapper, black youngster. Whore. Yeah. <laughs> you whore. <laughs> you whore. <laughs> but uh, anyways, guys, we're done. Uh, I will send this file to you, Monty, as soon as possible. And yes, uh, we'll see you next week. So take care. That's right, people. Same time, same channel. Take care, people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.